Look at me. Look at me. How dare you? Close your eyes. I think it might be easier on us if we try to attempt. We're wearing their clothes. We're in their house. We're... We're eating their food. We're doing their work. We have adapted. The heavens declare the glory of God. God is present everywhere in every plant, every river, every tiny insect. The whole world is a manifestation of his holy presence. I think this is an issue where, where the church can lead. I don't want to say anything. I've tried saying Okay, things. so try again. Release yourself. Oh, release you, you mean? Yeah, fine, release me. Just say it. Just fucking say it. Don't you swear at me, you little shit. Don't you ever raise your voice at me. I am your mother. You want to make some money here? Then read the script with a white voice. People say I talk with a white voice anyway, so why is it helping me out? Well, you don't talk white enough. I'm not talking about Will Smith's wife. I'm talking about the real deal. Like this young blood. Hey, Mr. Kramer, this is Langston from Regal View. I didn't catch you at the wrong time, did I? Now then, I suppose you know who I am. Oh, yes. You're a very famous actor. Oh, poo. <laughs> or used to be. Now you do dog food commercials. <laughs> well, a man has to eat. What? Dog food? <laughs> Do you know that song that I sometimes sing called It's You I Like? Uh-huh. I'd like to sing that to you and with you. Okay, okay, sure. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. It's not the way you do your hair. But it's you I like. The way you are right now. The way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your fancy chair, that's just beside you, but it's you, I like every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings. Welcome to the green screen of death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So this is our top movies of 2018, as well as our fourth catch-up episode in a row. <laughs> yeah, we've been away for a while. It ha- Yeah. Again, always my fault. I, I got sick, and then I moved. But hey, things are looking up now, health-wise and personal-wise. You know, I'm not packing boxes every weekend and stuff. So, Legitimately, I don't think you could have had a worse year. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. I think between October through December, uh, I, theatrically, I, I maybe saw three movies. Wow. It's, it was bad. So, But I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. For real this time. For real this time. <laughs> I think I'm back. Yeah, I think I'm back. So this is episode 90. 90? 90. 90. That's, that's awesome. It's a, it's a nice round number. Uh, yeah. Jason Spezza. 
Okay. Former Ottawa, now oh, yeah. Dallas Star player. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the numbers are getting a little a little hard to <laughs> yeah. do. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're back. Uh, last year was a really weird year for our podcast. It was. So I, we do this every two weeks, supposedly. Yeah. And yeah. so it should have been 26 episodes. Yeah. We did 10. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I knew it felt light, but I didn't know it was that light. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, hopefully this year we're we're back on track. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully. I'm, I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, we will. We'll get into it, dude. It's it's weird if people are like, where's, where's your top 10, man? I'm like, well... <laughs> I, I got. I can't put it out till the podcast. Yeah, that's like, right. They're like, "Well, you guys haven't recorded in like three months." So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh well, it we we're not stopping, so yeah. it'll be eventually." Yeah, and we always say too, like we're not getting paid to do this, right? And like, <laughs> if we were sponsored or who knows, but whatever. Yeah. Times times now. Yeah, pretty much. And we're here. We've got our list ready. So how was your Christmas? Christmas was okay. Yeah? Yeah, it was okay. Um, how about you? <laughs> I I went to some hockey games. The, oh, the, the World oh, Junior right. Championship. Yeah. Which were, which were really good. Cool. I saw Finland twice, and they ended up winning the tournament. That's awesome. And in both games, they got absolutely shit kicked. Oh, really? <laughs> Sweden just destroyed them, and the U.S. destroyed them. And then they beat the U.S. in the final. That's that's bonkers. It's literally man. it literally shows that you don't have to do anything during the round robin. Yeah, you just have to play for the playoffs. Yeah, just, that's right. Just get there. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's like football. Yeah, NFL. Like you you get in and anybody can win. Yeah. What about uh, what about New Year's? Did you did you party like it was nineteen ninety nine? I think we had uh, one beer each and uh, watched a movie. We watched Mission Impossible Fallout was our final movie. Nice. Bad way to go out. Yeah, yeah. How about you? How, how's the Blu-ray of that, by the way? Oh, I I bought the uh, iTunes 4K. Oh, you, you, you digital <laughs> bastard. It's it's good though. It's nice. awesome. Was it like uh, one of those weird IMAX transfers? Like, it's did the aspect ratio change a bunch of times? Oh, I didn't. I never noticed that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm I'm a very bad technical person. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah I uh, I went and saw a hockey game, then I went to a party <laughs> and. It turns out that I'm the guy who takes all my friends' keys away when they get really drunk. Oh, okay. That's and, a good thing. Yeah, but the weird thing is, I think I still have two sets of keys. Oh, no. And, they so nobody's come and got them yet. Wow. And I have no idea who they are. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. So, I, I, I guess they must have been really drunk. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun time. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't feel the need to get absolutely obliterated anymore. Yeah. That was me five years ago. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm an adult now or something. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's right. Maybe you watch Bohemian Rhapsody and you're <laughs> like, well, you got to slow down, Freddie Mercury. We don't do that kind of thing. Speaking of that, what have you, you been thinking about the uh, awards shows? And how people oh. are just losing their minds about <laughs> certain people winning certain awards. Yeah, I'm a, I'm completely oblivious to who's winning what. Nice. Uh, but I do know that people are annoyed that Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody are in the conversation. And I, yeah. I say, you know what? Yeah, if you're mad at awards, you deserve to be mad because you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I got more about that in the rant. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's it's been a pretty quiet, low-key couple months for me man I haven't, yeah. I haven't been doing a lot oh, okay but uh i think that's good i that was i was pretty stressed out with work still mm-hmm. kind of am okay but uh i needed it to, to just chill yeah. a little bit and it was nice because i had a ton of movies to watch so i just did that 
Oh, cool. I Not only did I, I find out, you know, what I needed to watch for the top 10, but then I rewatched all of them. Okay. I actually rewatched my top 20. Oh, wow. Because I wanted to That's make awesome. sure that I was totally in with my picks. Like, yeah. is this actually number 16? Yeah. Like, and it was one movie moved up. <laughs> okay. I'll talk about it later. But, oh, cool. Um, it, uh, yeah, it was... It, and, and I went on my own pace because <laughs> there was no pressure. We weren't recording right away, so oh, I yeah. could do what I want. Yeah. Just like we say we do. We do it the hell we want in this yeah. show, man. Oh, totally. But, uh, yeah, um, it's been, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been nice. Cool. Um, no pressure. That's I love awesome. it. <laughs> right on. Uh, yeah. On that topic, I wanted to say my, my disclaimer real quick, there are probably two or th- yeah, two titles in my list that I suspect will go up on repeated viewings. I just didn't, didn't get a chance to watch more than once this year. So I just didn't make the time, whatever. Sometimes that, that second viewing, man, it's yeah. very helpful. Totally. But uh, yeah, on with the show. On with the show. Yeah. yeah. So are you ready for some rant action? I am. Uh, I'll start first. Sure. I sometimes pass it over to you, but I'm, I'm fired up over this. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You've never heard this one before. Social media? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Holy crap. Whoa, back up. <laughs> Got a mind reader in the house. Yeah. Uh, stipulations surrounding movie awards. The most ridiculous thing I saw a, a few nights ago. I think it was the Online Film Critic Awards. Um, one Jeff Wells and, is, a, is, is a prominent member. Oh, it's, yeah, that's right. What an idiot. <laughs> um, one film critic um, said something to the effect of um, the cast of, I think it was The Favorite? The Favorite. The yeah. Favorite yeah, One. Yeah, you, you sent me this tweet. Yeah, the cast of The Favorite One, and the, none of the cast is even here, but the cast for Crazy Rich Asians and some other movie they're here just saying i'm like <laughs> i responded i was like so a cast attendance should stipulate whether a, a collective body votes on who wins a trophy and a person was like yeah i think so and i'm just like so the cast has to be there to win the, the people who win have to be there for the online film critic awards Starfucker. <laughs> that's right and like it's art man you're voting on art like if we were voting on our favorite colors and if blue won uh and, and red's my favorite color like blue and, blue is the warmest color <laughs> that's true that's true uh should i get mad because red didn't win like that's essentially uh, boiling it down to its simplest point i just i hate this time of year that tweet just kind of emphasized how much i hate and, and why i hate the awards season yeah you just need to block that person yeah i think so yeah that's just and <laughs> that person the, the thing that really struck me about that person is they, they were verified on twitter yeah i was yeah. like what yeah why yeah oh and and one more thing on that person because nobody that person and nobody affiliated with that person will ever listen to this anyway uh that person also uh threw out a tweet saying does anybody have a screener of spider-man into the spider-verse uh for me and it's in theaters right now like and it's one of the best films of the year. Yeah, it, and it it's should a be seen on the big screen. Big screen movie. Uh, like if you missed your press screening, that 
really sucks, but go spend the 15 bucks to go see one of the better movies of the year. And uh, somebody even commented that, <laughs> like, isn't it playing near you? Like, you could go see it right now if you want. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Entitlement. Entitlement yeah, privilege, online. Privilege. crazy. Is that it? That's it for me. So, here's my rant. Just a reminder, folks. Award shows are bullshit. They are. Use them as a tool to start. Find out what's nominated, but go a little further than that and find out other things about movies. It's only a starting point. There are so many smaller films that need to be seen, but they won't be because they have no budget. Yeah. All these big Hollywood films have big budgets. They send out screeners. They send out coffee mugs. They send out... Roma sent out a giant, like, complete one sheet that had been completely, like, done in, like, elaborate wood... Oh, Jesus. Because they have a Netflix has a huge budget. Yeah. But all these other films that are on our list probably don't have a, a budget mm-hmm. to like do stuff like that. So use critics' lists. Mm-hmm. They're also great. David Ehrlich yeah. made a great video. Oh, if you yeah. don't want to search, watch a video on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. There's 25 films, they're all really good. Our friend mm-hmm. Will Lindis. Made a great video. Oh, yeah. It was first try. Yeah. Good job, Will. That's awesome. And it's super easy to watch. Mm-hmm. Just take chances. <laughs> Go a little further past what's nominated. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah. You'll find some gems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen to the stuff we have to say because I guarantee you the movies that are probably at the top of our list won't be near any of those <laughs> stupid award shows. No. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking at my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty sad. It is. Yeah. It really is. But uh yeah. Let's take a chance. Yeah, man. Rant out. That's a good that's a good rant because I think that's where you and me started at some point in our lives, right? Like yeah. you kind of go okay, Roger Ebert, for example. Yeah. Gene Siskel. Like they would they would unearth these gems that you probably never would have tried. Like Hoop Dreams was probably the second documentary I ever watched in my life. But and they championed the hell out of that yeah, film. Yeah. That's all you heard about from them that whole entire year was Hoop Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, Siskel and Ebert loved it. I need to check it out. And or I, know, or I, was, I was first in line for Fargo because they talked about it for three weeks before it came out. And that's mm-hmm. all they talked about was Fargo. Yeah. 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 So just find somebody who recommends movies. If they recommend stuff you enjoy, if it lines up with your interests... Follow that person and listen to what they say and uh, use that as a guide. I like the way you put that. Use it as just a tool to maybe see what you might like. Sometimes the, the, the Netflix algorithm is actually kind of funny mm-hmm. and, and recommends me some really cool shit that I've already seen it. But I'm like, well, I, if I hadn't seen it, that'd be really cool. Oh, yeah. 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 I guess that, that, that Netflix thing actually kind of works. Yeah, it does. <laughs> If you're not watching weird stuff on top of the stuff you're already watching. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like some bunch of foreign films and then like some cooking show or something yeah. like that. It probably screws it up. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. Netflix has been good this year, too. Yeah. they've they, Yeah, they're making big strides, man. Yeah. It's good to see. So, so holy crap, do I have a bunch of movies to talk about? Yeah. Should I go first and then you <laughs> chime in? Sure. And then we'll we'll let you do your guitar solo. <laughs> Your uh, 1970s um, legendary <laughs> four-hour guitars. No, I'm just kidding. Because, um, yeah, my lightning round is pretty short. Nice. So, But, yeah, 
uh, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, we're going. What we're going to do is we're going to lightning round everything we've watched between last episode, which was back in like September or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't even remember when it was. To um, the truth, a while ago, uh, and now, so we'll get you caught up on what we've been up to. And for me, I just I kind of went through my list. I was like, yeah, I think I saw that. I think I saw that. I was I wasn't even keeping track of stuff because it, it was it was very sad, you know, to go from. Going to the movies every weekend to not being able to physically do it, um, it took a toll on me. So anyway, um, I'll start the lightning round. I'll try to be as brief as possible because these are all movies you've probably seen already or yeah. heard already. I'm in, I'm the one that's got to be brief. Okay. <laughs> Liked it, hated it's, it. It's, it's okay. It's out of hand, man. <laughs> yeah. So this is kind of in reverse order. I realized I was going from most recent to the last thing I saw. So I'll uh, start off Escape Room, which is in theaters right now. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed this one. The first film of the year. Yeah. It's uh, January's dumping ground for for studios. It's a thriller. You know, if you're into the Saw franchise, it's probably right up your alley. Characters I I really enjoyed. Even though they're very one-dimensional, that's all the movie requires of them. And each person is in for what they're doing and they really didn't do anything terribly stupid that took me out of the film yeah yeah it it was about as plausible as you can get for a january (laughs) thriller film so i liked it i I might steer clear of recommending it if you're not into like the saw movies for a january film it's like a piece of art (laughs) that's true (laughs) really it's the godfather (laughs) totally it's the godfather too of january films that's right Uh, this is a Netflix movie. I saw The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Finally made time for this one. And boy, oh boy, did I have a hard time getting through this. Okay, so the, f- the first story I think is absolutely genius. I think it might yeah. be one of the greatest things they've ever shot. Oh, really? I freaking love the first story. Cool. I think it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson... Just yeah. doing funny, weird stuff yeah. to other people. <laughs> yeah. And I, just being charming as hell. Oh my God, I love the first story. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told people, you might not like the rest, just watch the first one. Yeah. Because <laughs> holy crap, is it great. Cool. Oh, I don't like Joel and Ethan Cohen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I could see what they were going for, like their intent. For each story, it doesn't mean I need to really enjoy it. Or- I don't think all of them worked, but I thought it was good overall. Mm-hmm. Um, the Franco ones, I think, is really good. Okay, with the uh, the bank robbery and the guy at the tin cans oh, all right. over him. Yeah, thought that was great. Yeah, I was weirded out by that. I was like, "What the fuck is <laughs> Stephen Root? <laughs> yeah. So good." It's like even by Coen Brothers standards, this is just dialed too far. <laughs> into the weird no not for me man i love weird coen brothers yeah and it's the 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 guy who never gets killed finally gets killed yeah that's it's it's good (laughs) uh the tom waits one's great oh that's cool yeah just because i love tom waits yeah um but yeah the uh the liam neeson one i thought dragged oh that one's brutal and i know that's the point of it right yeah the point of it's to be repetitive the point of it is to talk about the i think it's about producer versus actor and shelf life how the simplest act even if it's the simplest act can overtake the most amazing act in the world yeah a chicken show (laughs) that's right yeah how quickly things can change yeah um but yeah it's i as i said i think it's very hit or miss mm -hmm. um but yeah that first one holy crap yeah so good it's great so good so great yeah 
Like that's a five out of five short, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. It's yeah. so good. And I was kind of getting worried because we haven't seen Tim Blake Nelson in a Coen Brothers movie in a while. So I kind of was reading between the lines and creating my own stories in my head of like, are they on the outs? Like, what's going on there? But I guess not. The great Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Uh, So then I also saw Bumblebee and I thought it was good. I didn't really feel strongly either way about it, though. I liked it. There's there's a few things you need from a movie. Mm-hmm. You need like a three act structure. You need to be able to see shit. <laughs> yeah, follow the action. Follow the action. That's important. Which is you, you don't get that with a Michael Bay film. No. This one I could actually see what was going on. Yeah. The plot was very straightforward. It had character build up. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> weird. Super weird. Yeah. Uh, and I. Just, I like the film. It's not a great film by any stretch. Mm. But once again, this is the Godfather 2 of Transformers <laughs> films. It really is. Holy crap, this one is just so much better than like Transformers 68. Yeah. The oh. Rise of the Fallen Junk Pile things, Majabbers. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's, it's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I say the whoever made this one, everybody responsible, should just take over from here on out. <laughs> John Cena. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they need to have their token idiot, uh, roid, roided out freak, whatever. Uh, See, I don't mind Cena. Yeah. I think he has a nice presence. He does. For 40 years, he's a, I think he's a decent actor. I think he's better than Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. I'll I do. take him all I'll t- day. I'll take him over Dwayne any day. And he's funnier, too. Oh, for sure. Way funnier. Um, I also saw Aquaman, and I liked it quite a bit. So did I. Yeah. More than I thought I would, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's an octopus playing the drums. Like, how freaking Dude, awesome is that? La- laser sharks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what? What's going on? Um, and what's her name? Amber Heard. Amber Heard is wet the entire time, and that's uh, something I'm a very big fan of. Yeah, I all I have to say is that the DC movies have always had a pro- plot problem with me. This one... It's just fun because I like the characters. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of, you know, get this. A DC movie actually makes sense. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. They kept it simple. Once again, three acts. Not yeah. very hard. Make likable characters. Momoa is a very likable character. Yeah. Amber Heard is a nice character. Mm-hmm. Nice to look at, of course. Yeah. But she's, she's also a good character. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman badass yeah first opening scene just kicks the shit out of everybody i'm like (laughs) sweet yeah um and yeah and a credible villain yeah once again not hard yeah this is pretty basic stuff oh yeah um it's it's a little long it is by a a little i mean maybe a half hour too long yeah but it's still kind of a fun film even though it's super long (laughs) yeah um yeah and it looks like a billion dollars yeah it's it's so awesome looking (laughs) yeah and uh yeah i just like jason momoa yeah, man. I liked him on Game of Thrones. Call mm-hmm. Drago. Yeah, man. Uh, just he's he, he <laughs> looks like he's having fun. Totally, and it's contagious. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, shouldn't have been that good. Yeah, but it was. I agree. Yeah, even me, I'm like pretty much. I've enjoyed most of the DC movies. So I'm <laughs> that, that by default makes me like a fanboy. Did you like Suicide Squad? No. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> can't even go like, that. Can't even go that far. I liked you? one action sequence in Suicide Squad. That's where Will Smith like shoots his guns. For... Like, I thought you were gonna say Adam Beach's scene. Oh man, no, that was bad. Oh, that that set us back, man. <laughs> People have been giving me funny looks ever since. So Aquaman, I I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, 
Then I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I love this film, dude. Best animated film of the year. Yeah, by far. Um, you can you kind of get an idea from the trailer what you're going to get into, but then when you watch it and you watch this pretty much comic book come to life and uh, the, the panels and the text on screen and just the style, the writing, the artwork, it's just, it all comes together perfectly and it just, it blew me away. I was blown away by how much I enjoyed this movie. It's not, once again, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Simple characters, simple villains, a compelling story, and it's really good. Like, it's yeah. like, this isn't, we're in good shape with Spider Man, man. Oh, yeah. The Tom Holland movie was really good too. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is, this is not a fluke. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, do this with all their properties. Oh, totally. Like, you can't tell me you, can't, you don't have a really sweet X-Men cartoon. Yeah. I've already seen one. <laughs> That's right. That, that that X-Men cartoon on Fox, like, 20 years ago? Yeah, man. So good. Yeah, just follow that structure. Yeah, like, it's not hard. Yeah. Uh, best credit cookie scenes I've seen oh, yeah. in a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So good. And man. yeah, man, the feels. <laughs> I had the feels watching this film. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Made me really want to, like, be into Spider-Man again. Totally. And it's a cartoon. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I I was really impressed. I was blown away. And even like hearing your reaction, because you told me you were just like, you need to see it. Like, it's it's incredible. And, and um, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go see it. And I was blown away. Just blown away. Yeah. Uh, next a- week. Adrian doesn't trust me at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Like, it's become apparent. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Your word is garbage around here. Um, <laughs> next movie I watched was Anna and the Apocalypse. And I'll just say I'm really glad everybody else loves this movie. Uh, next movie I watched was... <laughs> <laughs> next movie I watched... Ro- Coast co-signed. <laughs> yeah. Next movie I watched, Roma on the big screen. Yeah, so Capital good. Six represent. I'm uh, I'm so happy we actually got to see that on the big screen. Yeah, I'd already seen it twice on the small screen, but okay. uh, holy, holy! Talk what about a talk about a film that just sneaks up on you mm-hmm. and just like by the end of the film you're just like I can't breathe. Like yeah. this movie is so like incredible yeah um yeah just like the the, the, a family and their day-to-day stuff and then it just starts to get more and more and more Mm -hmm. and building and building and like boom real sense of momentum in this. yeah and like oh uh beautiful black and white great acting Mm -hmm. man i don't know how corone shot some of that stuff but supposedly he built it all really yeah like like wow. actual like that whole neighborhood that whole neighborhood he like, <laughs> pretty insane. much just built it <laughs> that's crazy netflix money baby that's right yeah and apparently it's like um it's kind of inspired by his childhood right yeah like yeah. that's how he grew up as one of those kids um, he had a bad dad. Holy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, that's the funniest, like, if there are moments in the year where the carpet gets pulled from underneath you, his the introduction to the father in the movie, he's driving, like, this really cool car, this really fancy car. He's parking it, and he's smoking, and he looks like... You're expecting it to be, like, Antonio Banderas, like, from the <laughs> early 90s. 
or even now, Banderas is still like smooth as hell. And out walks this complete dork schlub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like so good. Oh, it's such a funny review. I was howling. I thought it was hilarious. I love the weird little moments in the film too. Like when she's searching for her boyfriend, she goes to their, their house and they're playing like punk music. Oh yeah. In the middle of this like <laughs> yeah. open field, more or less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Then she finally finds the boyfriend and he's like all like like a stick and he's like trying to like karate her that was so weird i know it's like martial arts but it's like the weird stuff in the film that just makes you laugh (laughs) holy crap yeah so good yeah Yeah, lovely film it is you'll hear about in a bit yeah that's right yeah uh and then i watched uh the favorite which is just absolutely hysterical Um, one thing I'll say about the favorites and movies like this in general, the setting, anything pre 21st century for me is automatically, um, automatically I'm on the fence. I'm automatically <laughs> defensive. I think that now I'm going to say something that's kind of outrageous, but I think a part, big part of it is just sometimes we react to movies because we identify with the characters that are on, on screen. And as a native Canadian guy, who was quote unquote colonized by people like this, it it couldn't be farther from me identifying with, you know, stuffy English white people uh, <laughs> wearing wigs to court and stuff like that. Like that's the farthest you can get to get me to identify with the movie. Um, but the, the performances in this movie just totally elevated the experience for me. And the script. And the script. The script is just yeah. unreal. Yeah. Yeah. There there are moments in the movie where you're just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> we're watching Ducks Race. <laughs> Why is this so amazing? And uh, some guy's getting pelted with tomatoes while he's naked. And you're just like, what are you doing? It's like, a Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the way they shoot it, they make it seem like it's some kind of ancient game that gentlemen play like, in, the, in their aristocratic society. I, I don't know. That it takes a special director and writer to get over your 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 problems with those movies though. Yeah. And oh yeah. He, and they totally have done that. Yes. Yeah. This, this is like a next level period piece. Yeah. Who uh, that that just is technically perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, acting, directing, script. Yeah. Costumes. Yeah. Just wicked looking costumes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we're talking about this one in a bit too, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite films of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad you finally saw it. I saw it yeah. in September. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've been sitting <laughs> on that one for a while. Yeah. But yeah, just all the nuance to the movie, and you talked about it already a little bit, but it just, you think about the the bird shooting, you, you get an image of your in your head of what that's about, and you can talk about rabbits, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> there are just so many memorable things in this movie. Look at, look at me, look at me, look at me, don't look at me! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't look at me! <laughs> What's her name? Olivia, Olivia Coleman? She is, so good. She is, uh, she's a gem yeah she's just oh she's incredible she should be placed in like in a museum for all to behold because of this performance and she's been good in other stuff too so yeah the favorite uh, definitely check it out i think it's still in theaters right now i would think so yeah yeah and it's gonna be a big oscar film it will be yeah they got plans for that one yeah uh next movie i watched was ralph breaks the internet which i thought was pretty good it's uh, too long though it is way too long it's a two-hour kids movie 
Yeah. That should not be. No. There's it's hour and a half. Yeah. Hour forty tops. Yeah. And I I could tell you what they could have cut out of this film without, you know, I don't want to spoil it, mm-hmm. but man, this film is long. It is. But man, when it works, oh yeah. Holy crap does it work. Yeah. Yeah. It's really clever, nice references to the internet and memes and um the disney princesses oh that sequence is amazing so good it's so good yeah yeah uh and that's in the trailer if you're curious uh but it's so yeah when it works it works really well yeah um but yeah it's uh go see spider-man yeah, that's right. Go see Spider-Man. Go see Sp- again. Again. For the third time. That's Come right. on. I'm going to see it at least one more time. Wreck-It Ralph's really good, but man, yeah. uh, go see Spider-Man. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, that's it for me for Lightning Round. Oh, boy. Ooh, I'm going to take a drink of water here because I need to hydrate. This is going to be a bit. Like, literally, I think I might have 30 films here. Wow. That's I'm not joking. <laughs> okay. You didn't see Fantastic Beasts, The Crime of Grindelwald, did you? I did not. <laughs> I don't even know why no. I saw it. Like, honestly, like, I don't yeah. care at all. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've always thought that the reason I really love the Harry Potter movies is because they were kind of iffy movies that I could fall back on the books because I had read them and fill in plot holes. Mm-hmm. I haven't read these books. Okay. So they're just shitty movies. Yeah. 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 Like, like the last couple Harry Potter movies were not good. Mm-hmm. But I loved them because I loved the books so much. Okay. And yeah. I was like, oh, film. You know, yeah. No, this, this is terrible. And fuck Johnny Depp. Yeah, man. We say this a lot, but fuck Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, terrible film. Mm-hmm. Um, it made a lot of money. We'll see another one in three years. Uh, Widows. Steve, oh, yeah. Steve McQueen's uh, new movie. Yeah. Really good. Okay. Uh, really good. Went places I had no idea it was actually going to go. Cool. Um, yeah, just badass females. Nice. And you know what? We need more of these films. Yeah. Where they just they just rule the world, man. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Steve McQueen's great. Yeah. Um, it, it's an action film. Cool. He made 12 Years a Slave and <laughs> Hunger. Right. Yeah. This is a bit of a jump, but yeah. man, he pulls it off. Right on. Good stuff. Right on. Uh, I know you watched this one because I think we talked about it. Uh Cam. Oh, Cam. That's right. Yeah. I did watch Cam. Netflix film yeah. about uh, a Cam girl who, um, her personality gets stolen. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Not in the sense that somebody hacks her account. It's literally, literally copied her. Yeah. And she's on the internet doing cam shows, even though she's not on the internet doing cam shows. Yeah. So she's watching herself. And it's... <laughs> It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. I kind of like the film. Yeah. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a really fun ending. Yeah. I, the way they kind of figured it out. I thought it was really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the performance. Yeah. Madeline Brewer. She's, good, she's yeah. really good. You can do worse than this. Mm-hmm. It's free on Netflix, friends. Yeah. Check it out. That's right. I was I was a little bored. Really? At at times, I was feeling like this is getting repetitive. But that was just I was sick at the time, so it might have been that. I don't know. Attention span. Attention <laughs> That's span. Right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good film. Cool. Um, it's it's a decent little horror film. Yeah. It, it does have horror elements. Yeah. Uh, the best independent film of the year, Madeline's Madeline. Oh, sweet. Um, unreal. Cool. This film knocked my socks off. Sweet. The lead performance, the 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 female direction, the absolutely holy shit story. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. Cool. Um, nobody's talking about it, even yeah. though Ehrlich had it on his list at like number three, I think. Yeah, he, it's high up. There. Yeah, um, this should be talked about more. Cool. This is one of the great films of the year, nice. and nobody saw it. Damn. This is what happens when you don't have an Oscar budget. That's right. All the great small little films, nobody sees them. Mm -hmm. This barely opened. It was on VOD right away. Oh, it was? Yeah. I watched it on iTunes. Jeez. Like, (sighs) yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. All these great films that nobody will see unless they open iTunes and it's on like the deal of the day banner or something. That's right. Like, it sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, it's seriously one of the great films of the year. You know, I wish people saw it, but uh, maybe they'll catch up with it. Yeah, that's what we're here for. After they hear my definitive list. Yeah, that's right. Right on. My definitive list. Uh, (laughs) We talked about Ballad of Buster Struggs, Creed 2. Okay. I've always said that I am like the biggest fan of Rocky IV in the world. Oh, yeah, same here. And this film scratched my Rocky IV itch. No way, really? Dude. Damn. How do you turn... (laughs) How do you turn ultimate evil Ivan Drago mm-hmm. into the ultimate baby face? Yeah. Really? Within the first five minutes of the film. Wow. It's not really a spoiler. Yeah. You kind of find out that Ivan Drago, because he lost that fight, mm-hmm. has had a really shitty life. Okay. To the point where he is like a poor person training his son mm-hmm. just to get redemption for all wow. that he has lost in life. Wow. And it's like the ultimate redemption story, except for this is a Hollywood film. So you pretty much know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, at the that's end. That's right, yeah. Like, Yvonne well, Drago is not going to win at the end because <laughs> yeah. it's Creed 2. It's not Yvonne Drago 2. <laughs> that's right. I could care less about the, the the Creed story. I was so into the Yvonne Drago story. Really? It's so good. Nice. Uh, the Creed stuff's good, too. Uh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's and awesome. And Tessa Thompson's a really good actress. And yeah. Sylvester Stallone's, you know, really good. Mm-hmm. But, man, Yvonne Drago. Nice. Give me the Yvonne Drago film. <laughs> Damn. I really want that. I, you know, I heard the same thing for the Karate Kid um, YouTube series. <laughs> yeah, totally. That, that it, it was that. the exact same thing. <laughs> it was making the ultimate evil the ultimate baby face. That's wicked. Yeah, and that's so cool. Yeah, like all of a sudden, Daniel Son's an asshole. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, yeah. Creed, it's, it's Creed Two isn't as good as Creed One. Yeah, because I, it's probably the Ryan Coogler thing, right? Right. He probably brought a lot to that film. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a pretty good director. Oh yeah, but uh, it's a good film. It's not great, but it's not. It's not Creed one. Cool. Uh, Suspiria. Oh yeah, I finally got to see it. Yeah, I uh, I might have had a, a bit of a uh, a pull on that one. I emailed oh. every theater in Victoria pretty no much way. trying to get that movie open. Oh, and cool. uh, the one theater that didn't email me back opened it the week after. Oh, sweet. So I'm thinking that I might have gotten them in on that. Cool. But uh, it's a weird flick, man. <laughs> I've heard that, yeah. It's really weird. That third act is just like, they're just throwing shit at the wall. Just, <laughs> oh, let's see really? what sticks. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> But, man, it's really fucked up, and I kind of like fucked up. Nice. Um, you need that every once in a yeah, while. It yeah. evens everything out. Yeah. For every, you know, Ballad of Buster Struggs you watch, you got to watch a Suspiria. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Uh, Dakota Johnson's really good. Uh, Tilda's really good, like always. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's just a really weird film. It's going to piss, like, 98% of the world off. Okay. But I like fucked up. 
Cool. It has nothing to do with the original. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think you mentioned that. Like, to it, me. it should just be called Ballet Film in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Not Suspiria. Yeah. It's not the same damn film. That's it's crazy. nothing to do with it. Wow. Like, there's no color in the film either, which is really strange because oh, really? Suspiria is just like, whoa, color. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's got this really defined color. It's like it's, it's like the Claire Foy acting of color. Acting. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice but uh yeah it's really weird and strange and i kind of liked it cool yeah it's a good time right on if if not really long it's really long it's like two hours and 40 minutes long Hmm. long cool uh green book oh yeah hated this film really it's one of those solve racism (laughs) oh my god it's one of the worst films of the year (laughs) if it didn't have good performances yeah mahershala ali is really good uh vigo is really good but Mm -hmm. man this movie blows. It's yeah, it's 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 that. It's it's like Whitey solves racism. Okay. And uh it's it's you know, I hope you liked it. Everybody, mm. you're wrong, but <laughs> yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Uh talked about Roma, we talked about Spider Man, Mortal Engines. Ooh, how was that? Produced by Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know I can't escape the fucking minions, right? Oh yeah. There's yeah. The minions are in this film. They're in it? They're in this film. No way. They go to a museum right at the beginning of the film. No way. And there's a minion statue. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like zero star film. (laughs) It's it's not a terrible film, but, man, it feels like it should have had twice the budget. Okay. And it still wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a steampunk kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's just it's just not a very good story, mm-hmm. and it looks cheap. Yeah, and in today's age, um, your film shouldn't look cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty easy to do CGI now. Yeah, and uh, you had Peter Jackson behind it, who owns Weta Digital. <laughs> That's right. It probably should have looked better. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the Mule. Oh yeah, Clint Eastwood in a oh. kind of fun movie, actually. Oh, really? Okay. It's way more funnier than I thought it would be. Wow. Clint's just kind of having a weird, fun time. It's like he's in a different film. <laughs> no Everybody way. around him is like super serious about drugs. Mm-hmm. And Clint is all about getting into threesomes. What? What? In the film, twice, <laughs> Clint has a threesome. That's no. Clint, that... Clint Eastwood wrote and directed this film and wrote himself as a sexual stud in this film. Wow. He has two threesomes no yeah and and he's he's all just about having a good time and you know and i'm just like and everybody else is like got machine guns and it's it's bradley cooper shows up with a bad haircut yeah Yeah, it's good it's a good time um yeah it's it's surprisingly decent okay (laughs) for as much as i hated the 1517 to paris which almost made my worst list of the year yeah that's a clint eastwood movie (laughs) yeah it's not a bad film Huh. Surprisingly good, actually. Cool. I expected worse. Uh, Vice. Okay. Um, uh, where uh, <laughs> I, I I've heard that didn't like this one at all. Yeah. Uh, it's it almost seems like it wants to make Dick Cheney look like a nice person at times. Oh, really? And I have no point. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. He pretty much tried to ruin the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess you say, well, it's, um, you know, it's from Adam McKay. He's kind of a funny director. Mm-hmm. Nah, I didn't find it funny. I thought yeah. the bail performance was good. Uh, Amy Adams is good. I just, I just couldn't get behind the film. Okay. Uh, Should have been better. Mm-hmm. So much talent here. Should have been better. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the surprise, 
the surprise of the year. Okay. And everybody is going to be surprised when I say this. My holy shit, out of left field, five-star film of the year is Mary Poppins Returns. Really? Freaking love Mary Poppins Returns. Yes, it's just like the original, but you want to know what? (laughs) I love the original too, so shut up. Nice. Uh, Emily Blunt is just freaking Mary Poppins. Cool. She is so amazing uh, and just drives this film. Holy crap, is she great. Like, best actress, good. Oh, really? Like, like best performance of the year, good. Wow. I freaking love this film. It's beautiful. Everything is, like, so, like, lush and just Mm -hmm. adventurous. And the songs are great. There's mountain bike parkour where there shouldn't be mountain bikes. You know, (laughs) shit like that. It's so good. Nice. Uh, uh, Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda is really good in it, too. Oh, cool. And I thought he would ruin the film because I just didn't know if he could, like, act. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, right on. It's not just a Hamilton. It's He's actually a real <laughs> actor in a film. Yeah. It's good stuff. Cool. <coughs> yeah, big shock. So it's almost as good as uh, Paddington 2. <laughs> <sighs> you watched that too, didn't yes. you? Yes. Oh, I did, and I loved it. I loved it too. Yeah. I just didn't think it was the greatest film ever made, like everybody <laughs> yeah. else did. It's funny. It's cute. It's charming. It's it's beautiful. It made me smile. Nice. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Didn't uh, change my life, though. No, man, man. Some people make that sound like it's like a life-changing film. Yeah. It's not the number two or number one film of the year, you idiots. <laughs> Watch more movies. That's right. Uh, Mary, Queen of Scots. Okay. Uh, Margot Robbie as Queen... Uh, I don't even remember as much I like this movie. And uh, mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan as Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, my God, this movie is so slow. And then the third act's really good. Okay. I was like, the third act is really good. What happened with the rest of the film? Man, I was bored. Really? Oh. Damn. Oh. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Marwin, which also almost made my worst of the year list. Oh, Just no. a complete clusterfuck of a film. Yeah. Has no idea what it's supposed to be. It comes off as weirdly creepy. Oh, really? Uh, watch the original documentary. It's mm-hmm. way better. Okay. Fuck that film. Zemeckis, he's on a bit of a cold streak, isn't he? Uh, Flight was really good. Oh, Flight was good. Yeah, yeah. really good. That's yeah. an underrated film if there ever yeah. was one. Uh, Heavy Trip. It's about a Finnish death metal band okay. who uh, finally gets to play their one f- first show at a festival. No way. But they're from a really small town, and they don't really have, you know, they haven't quite... F- figured out how to be a band yet okay. they're, they're booked on a show but they haven't written actual songs oh no all way. they do is play covers <laughs> and you know what i love death metal cool and i love this movie because it's so like cute yeah um just the little funny things about death metal you know like mm-hmm. dressing up like ghouls and oh, wearing yeah. spikes and they're all like yeah. what are you doing yeah we all just wear leather <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah it's 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 cute heavy trip it's a cool. finished film um it's not going to change the world but i had a lot of fun with it cool yeah and the, the music's pretty funny cool. uh whoa whoa when a movie fucks me up and i go what the hell was that yeah you know it's something special oh yeah border okay whoa i don't what the <laughs> fuck is <laughs> really but in a good way yeah uh cool. it's really strange a movie about trolls 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 okay uh who have sort of come into like they they now kind of live with humans oh wow. and they have jobs and they do weird like the one of the the, the, the main woman she works at a airport mm-hmm. and she has the ability to sniff out people who do bad things okay and one day she's doing her job and another guy 
comes up and he's a troll too. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first time she's ever seen a troll before. That's not herself. Wow. And then they have a relationship and it just gets really fucked. <laughs> really <laughs> fucked. Wow. Okay. Uh, wow. Do you it, know what country it's from? Sweden. Sweden? Okay. Sweden, I think. Sorry, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Sweden or Denmark. Curious. It's one of those two. Okay. Um, but holy crap, is it a really strange film that okay. is really going to piss people off? But man, did I think it was cool. Cool. Um, yeah, highly recommend it if you like weird stuff. Right on. And it's really, really strange. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it sounds like the kind of movie you recommend to people who are like, oh, Hollywood's run out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely uh, some weird ideas going on here. Cool. Uh, to the uh, really, once again, underappreciated films of the year uh, that Oscar should be be having every award to, but they're not even going to see it. Minding the Gap. Yeah, man. It's one of the best films of the year. Yeah. Period. Period. Uh, you've never seen mm-hmm. anything like this. Yeah. Starts off as like this film that's about skateboarding and friendship. And how these, these these kind of broken people get together and skateboard. Yeah. And try to help each other by just being like friends with each other. And then it becomes so much more. Yeah. And you get so into these characters and their life and how um, you feel. I, I was I felt so with these people yeah. that it it's so good. Touching mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. And people that I, I totally don't even know. Like I've never skateboarded in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not coordinated at all. I'd yeah. die. Yeah. But uh, man, just relatable situations, people being, you know, broke, people having kids when they probably shouldn't have kids. Yeah. Um, bad bad family. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, it, it runs the whole gamut. But yeah. man, holy crap, is it like the best two hours yeah. uh, I've seen it in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I think that the thing that I took away from this movie the most was uh, generations. And how the last generation can have a very big effect on the current and next generation of, of kids in your family. And that's scary, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's scary no, to think about. It is. I think about it a lot as a, you know, as a native Canadian guy with, uh, uh, you know, my father's a residential school survivor. Yeah. Um, your dad didn't have a good childhood, man. No, no, he, <laughs> he didnn't have a no, childhood. Exactly. Uh, so how is he supposed to raise children? And so you, you get to me, um, this is not a slight on my father or my mom, but they were not equipped to be parents, but they found a way to make it, make it work. I think that just goes back to like just instincts, right? Um, so they were, they were ill-equipped to be parents, but they made it work. Um, it, it's, it feels like I'm the first generation to have an opportunity to bring life into this world without all the hatred and oppression and, you know, murdering of your people, even though it's still going on. Um, But yeah, that was one of the biggest takeaways. I was like, man, like, yeah, generational stuff, generational hurt. um, uh, That's very relatable for me. (laughs) So it's a, it's a stunning film, dude. It's, I'm blown away. And Steve James is involved with this movie too, which uh, I think is very remarkable. And I only heard on a podcast that he kind of, the filmmaker like studied under his wing kind of thing. So it's 15 years of footage. Is it 15? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Starts when they're like probably 12. Yeah. Oh, that's true. 
like just skateboarding yeah. in the park. Yeah. And then it's like they're like 27 huh. and they have kids. That's true. And yeah. Everything is just different. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's stunning. Yeah. It's absolutely breathtakingly yeah. good. Yeah. As you will probably hear later oh, on in my list. Absolutely. About what dude. I thought about Mighty the Gap. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's it's a special film. Yeah. Uh, speaking of special films, uh, if Beale Street can talk, oh yeah, how do you follow up Moonlight? <laughs> like honestly, it's one of the best <laughs> films of the decade. Yeah, with a film that's also maybe one of the best films of the decade. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what though? I think this one's shot better. It is shot better. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he he learned more because i was like his third this is his third film yeah um but man does he shoot the hell out of this film yeah it is technically perfect Mm -hmm. uh the costumes are perfect but Mm -hmm. and the the score is just like a plus yeah but man is it all about that kinetic energy of the two Mm -hmm. leads oh yeah holy crap do they have energy yeah man i i would have thought they were a real life couple totally i would have felt like we're watching two people who actually do love each other romantically the way they do and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, like, supporting performances by the great Regina Hall. Yeah. Paperboy shows up from Atlanta. Yeah, Paperboy. Paperboy. <laughs> All about that Paperboy. Talking about, I, I don't want to talk. No. Well, what he talks about was just, wow. Yeah. That, oh, man. So hardcore. Yeah. Like, the, so real. This, this, the, the main male character meets the paper Paperboy mm-hmm. and. He kind of looks up to him. He's like, no, man, I was just in jail. Yeah. Like, it's like, and it's like, oh, so like flattening. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barry Jenkins is becoming one of the great. Oh, yeah. Great directors. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I look forward to everything he makes. Mm -hmm. And this one is special. It is. And nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Because it hasn't opened. Mm -hmm. It hasn't opened here yet. Yeah, that's true. It's it's outrageous. Thank you to my uh, to my uh, Oscar screener source, by the way. <laughs> Your connect, my connect. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we saw this a while ago. Derek for real. <laughs> <laughs> but holy crap! Uh, yeah, if Beale Street could talk is one of the great films of Hell the year. Yeah. Hell All yeah! All point stop. Yeah. Uh, on basis of sex. Okay, I didn't see the this Ruth one. Bader Ginsburg movie that should have been way better. Watch oh. the documentary. Okay, the documentary is great. This film is just okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, not much more to say. Yeah. Uh, crime plus punishment. Okay, it's a documentary. It's on Hulu for all you Americans who have Hulu. We don't have it in Canada. Yeah. Um, about the New York Police Department and how they ten years ago it became illegal to have quotas except for everybody still had quotas. Oh, really? And if you didn't hit your quota, you got harassed. So 12 New York police officers <laughs> sued the NYPD for illegal quotas. It's a really fascinating documentary. Wow. Really fascinating. Cool. Uh, yeah. With some just absolutely amazing characters who just shine in this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the great documentaries of the year cool. that nobody's seen or talked about because it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah. It bugs the hell out of me when people look at documentaries or even animated films as lesser films because they're not narrative Hollywood studio bullshit. This is, this is as gripping as Avengers. Wow. Yeah. yeah it, like, seriously. So is Minding the Gap. Like, mm-hmm. it's, there's no excuse. Documentaries yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Uh, Bird Box. Oh. 
fuck, I hated this film. Oh, damn. <laughs> and everybody's talking about it like it's such like a great masterpiece of filmmaking. Yeah. Which is weird because I, I like Suzanne Beer and she's a great director. But man, this film is just about stupid people doing stupid things at the oh. dumbest time. Yeah. It's a, I hate those kinds of movies. Yeah. The first 10 minutes of the film is really good. Okay. Really good. But man, does it become stupid and boring after that. Damn. And, and it sucks because I think... I think Bullock's pretty good in it. Trevante Rhodes from Moonlight's really good in it. Okay. I think John Malkovich is in a different movie, but having <laughs> a lot of fun. Wow. Uh, the acting's not bad. It's just stupid people doing stupid things. Yeah. Fuck those films. Yeah. Oh, hate a bird box. Yeah, I probably will never see it. <laughs> uh, another great Netflix thing I watched last night, actually. It's like two and a half hours of greatness. Okay. Springsteen on Broadway. Oh, yeah. I saw, saw that it's there. It's Bruce Springsteen doing a spoken word performance with songs. Cool. And he is awesome. Sweet. He's hilarious. He's touching. Mm-hmm. He has no ego. Mm-hmm. He talks so much shit about himself. Wow. It is really breathtaking stuff. Like, he is so good in this. Cool. Uh, yeah, as, as I, I started reading about it this morning, and this was like a show that was supposed to only go for like 100 shows, but then they just kept on re-upping. Mm-hmm. He ended up doing like 200-something shows. Wow. Because it was like everybody wanted to see it. Yeah. And now we get like a front row seat to like the biggest thing on Broadway last year. Cool. For free off Netflix. Wow. Netflix is awesome. <laughs> That's cool. And that, that spring scene on Broadway is awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Right on. And last, and definitely least, okay, a very early contender for worst film of the year. <laughs> okay, The Upside with Brian oh. Cranston and Kevin Hart. That's right. A remake of The Untouchables, a really great foreign film from what, yeah. like five, six years ago? Yeah, at least five. Years. Yeah, it's gotta be with. Uh, Really amazing characters, including the really great Omar Sy. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a guy that charismatic in a film before. Yeah. He is so amazing in that film. Yeah. Guess what? They replaced his role with Kevin Hart, on who all he can do is be small and yell. Yeah. That's no, all he has to do. No, no charisma. He's one dimensional at best. Yeah. Brian Cranston uh, is, is like a, in a wheelchair and can't move. So it's all just him being able to do nothing other mm-hmm. than just talk. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. It Damn. sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Nicole Kidman shows up for like no reason. <laughs> uh, I, Damn. Uh, watch the original. The original is really, really good. Yeah. The Untouchables is amazing. Really great. Yeah. Man, that movie sucked. Yeah. And it's based on a true story, right? Totally. <laughs> that's, that's too bad. I really hate when you like take a really great foreign film and just completely ruin it. Mm-hmm. Like next month. I know, I, I know, you, I know you have different thoughts on this, but Miss Bala is going to fucking suck. Oh yeah. We seen the trailer. Oh no, I haven't. It's not seen even it. the same film. Oh really? No. Yeah. That was a movie club film for us. Yeah. Miss Bala is awesome. Miss Bala is awesome. Yeah. The American remake. No. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Holy wow. shit. Wow. That's a, that's an intense lightning round. Dude. Man, but, I feel like uh, I talked forever. <laughs> it's good. No, it's good stuff, man. It's good good content. Uh, this we always say here: as long as it's good content, we'll roll with it, man. Now it is time for the main event: our top movies of 2018. See, I love how we always say top ten. Mm-hmm. But it's always top 20. Top 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what we do is we start out with our top 10 and we count it down from 10 to 1. And our lists are going to be slightly different because 
you list your movies that you've seen this year. That includes festival films that haven't received a release yet. Yeah, if I if I've seen it, it's on my list. Cool. And for me, I go by theatrical release. I don't know why. I just I've always done it that way. But we all we all have our own. So you could have bodied and thoroughbreds on your list. That's true. That's whereas true. I had them last year. That's right. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. But didn't have either of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's true. Um, so yeah, but that's good to use those as examples of you know they we saw them at Fantastic festivals Fest. last year. Yeah. Um, also, I was going to ask you this time around: Do you have a technique you use to kind of you hinted at it earlier? You were like you rewatched your movies. But do you put it together throughout the year, or do you no. sort of sit down at the end of the year? I, I have a list on Letterboxd. I write down all the five-star films from my Letterboxd, mm-hmm. and then I rewatch them. Cool. And this year, weirdly, I had 20 five-star films. <laughs> That's so awesome. Perfect. Perfect. And then I rewatched them all over the last uh, two and a half weeks, and some moved up, some moved down. Uh it's a good way, man. Second viewing yeah. is usually a pretty good indication on what cool. you really think about the film. So, uh, yeah. What about you? Yeah, for me, I do, I'm very similar. Like, I just kind of <laughs> watch movies throughout the year. I catch up with movies. And I caught up with, like, three major films <laughs> in the, like, last three days. Two days. Um, and that really altered my list. But that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, but for me, I, I picked up on a theme of uh, my list. And i um, we can. I'll talk about that afterwards because it, it might be spoilery to to give away my theme. <laughs> Free love. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> Adrian's it's, a hugger. That's right. These movies feature uh, people with open relationships and uh, very strong uh, sexual identity, and I don't know. So before we start, it's that time of the year, Adrian. Oh, you're gonna? Are you gonna quiz me? First off, I'm gonna say. First off, I'm gonna say my list is definitive. That's right. My list is always definitive. Yeah, it is. Get yeah. used to it. Yeah. Adrian, Charlie, what was your number one film of last year? Last year, shoot. The funny thing is, remember last year I listened to the podcast before, <laughs> so I'd, I'd I'd be ready for you, but you didn't have questions for me. I know. I uh, this year I do. Shit. This year I do. Last year it, it, it was it was oh the, moonlight no. That was two years ago. Two years ago? It was the film that I saw in December yeah. that you saw in January. There's your only hint. Wow. I saw it in January and you saw it. I went to Vancouver to watch it. Okay. Okay. So you, so you saw it before me. I did. Okay. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Never happens. Because it's usually like four months ahead of me. Um Rick. I will put you out of your misery. Yeah. Phantom Thread. Oh, man. <laughs> Phantom Thread, that's right. Phantom Thread. Yeah. Do you remember what my number one was? It was... It was... Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Shoot, that's right. Yeah. That was last year. That's also... Crazy. Yeah. Also, Adrian Charlie, what was your midway sort of top three? Just, <laughs> just for... Oh, Jesus. I'm all full of questions yeah. today, man. Yeah. I'm full of questions. Um... Man, Blade Runner was was that first half? No, that was last year. Well, oh, for this year, yeah, this Mid- year, midway, midway. We did uh, Annihilation we, we, was number one. Annihilation was number one. Um, Leave No Trace was, was that was number two. Two and number three was 
I, I give up on three. Isle of Dogs. Wow, really? And my number one was Annihilation. Yeah. My number two was Isle of Dogs. Okay. And my number three was Leave No Trace. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's good to know. So we had, we had the last the two or three switched. Yeah. Good stuff. Right on. See, your memory's great. <laughs> that's right that's right it's sharper with age totally I totally I have, have you actually ever like just like nailed those never no not a single one <laughs> and like last year i was ready for you i like listened to the podcast like bef- like the day before we recorded i so remember that too and you were like you were like quiz me quiz me i'm like no i don't think i'm going to yeah yeah damn it (laughs) the funny thing is like three days ago i was thinking about it i was like i should probably listen to our (laughs) stuff again but Uh, i didn't oh it's always a fun time (laughs) that's fun okay so so can i just say stellar year hell yeah uh not 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 just my 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 20 top like five star films Mm -hmm. i there was some really good 4.5 star films too that killed me not to be on this list yeah but man great year hell, hell yeah man. uh not not you know fuck the first three months or four months or whatever but the, the last like eight months of the year good mm-hmm. stuff oh yeah great festival season two vif yeah. was great cool uh but man this list was hard mm-hmm. uh i don't know about you yeah i probably threw a wrench in your list by giving you a bunch <laughs> of movies to watch it's all good but uh yeah uh this is a really good list and, yeah, if you, and this is a great place to, to like to start if yeah. you haven't seen anything this year yeah that's right we i think we're gonna cover it all here pretty much we will we will and we'll start at 10 and if we have overlap because there will be overlap so if my number 10 is say bill's number eight or his 12 he'll say you know or like let's say it's his number eight film, uh, he'll say it'll, it'll show up later, or yeah. I'll talk about it later. But we'll talk or, about it then. Or do we, what do we do? If if my number eight, if you say your number eight is blah, 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 and mm-hmm. I say, uh, oh, we'll talk about it later, but we'll, um, mine's later, but we'll talk about it now. That's right. That's yeah. what we do. We talk about it, we talk, we both talk about it, and then when it comes to your, when that movie came, comes back to your number eight, you'll be like, it was... What? It was Anna and the Apocalypse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we move on to the next one. Man, we're just, okay. we're just cheap shot in that movie all, <laughs> all day today. Right, eh? All are. day. All, all day. day. <laughs> okay. So, number 10. Do you want to start? Uh, sure, I'll start. Sure. I will start. I will come out guns blazing. Blazing, eh? My number 10 is Won't You Be My Neighbor, a documentary about Fred Rogers. On on your list? Later. Okay. Okay, Not cool. top 10. Yeah. But it's there. Okay, later. cool. Yeah, this one is just, it really feels like, you kind of talked about it earlier, Fred Rogers, he's the person we really need in this world now, but he's not here anymore. But we need somebody to come in and fill that hey, I, superhero I, cape. I watch a lot of Fred Rogers on Twitch, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they have a continuous marathon of Fred Rogers. That's That's super cool. And it's such a good like weird it's a weird show it is it's really strange yeah but it works yeah and he was just like the most awesome human being ever yeah who for being a super religious man was completely tolerant Mm -hmm. to everybody which lacks now today in society oh totally nobody's tolerant yeah fred rogers was yeah yeah we need him Oh, yeah. Lots of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, I thought he was very far ahead of his time. Uh, Inclusion was just part of who he was as a person. It's not like he had some kind of agenda. Wasn't, 
one of his uh, one of the actors on his show like a, a gay black man. Yeah, and they're friends. Yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, and um, back back when it was not necessarily cool to be a religious guy who liked a gay man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they had this really great bit where they were sharing a pool. You know, they, yeah. were, they had their feet. He had his feet in there. He said, hey, do you oh want to come join me? Oh, dude, how weird are people? Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just two guys trying to cool off on a hot summer dude, day. People are so weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love Won't You Be My Neighbor. It just, it tugged all my heartstrings. I cried through pretty much the entire runtime. <laughs> and uh, it's up here so high for me because it just, this is, I felt so good watching this movie. I felt so good recommending it to people. And I, I just felt so, like, you can really feel, it. it's the first time I really felt his void in this world so um we need a fred rogers damn it we need him to come back <laughs> we definitely do uh my number 10 is leave no trace sweet uh which was my number two yeah that's so right it dropped a bit yeah but that's no that's no quality drop friends mm-hmm. uh special film yeah deborah granick mm-hmm. needs to make more films friends oh yeah uh winter's bone is like one of the great underrated american films yeah of the last 15 years and this one will be the exact same because nobody else has seen it that's true yeah uh hopefully uh they get some nominations behind it especially mm-hmm. for ben foster yeah who is just like the most underrated actor maybe ever yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's it's not only is it like a, a like a holy shit script but man is it shot well Mm-hmm. And we need to keep on keeping on with these female directors, man. Yeah. Just another great female directed film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if you if you don't cry, <laughs> you're, you're a robot. You're not human. Yeah. Like this movie is just so touching. Mm-hmm. It's so great. It's perfect. Yeah. A lot of these films are perfect films, man. Like yeah. it's it's such a great film. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, it's it's number ten, but man, that's that means nothing. It's a great film. <laughs> yeah. It's it's higher on my list. Nice. Um I just love the way she handles a very masculine story with grace and compassion. Like Ben Foster, he's a veteran who suffers with PTSD. And because of that, it makes him less less capable of being the father he wants to be kind of thing. And um, But he, it's not that he's not trying. It's, yeah. just, it's something that really holds him back as a father. And uh, I should have written her name down, but the... Uh, Thomas and McKenzie. Thomas and McKenzie. She is just phenomenal yeah opposite him she's just got this she's she's very magnetic in the movie like every time she's on screen i'm really interested in what she's doing and she moved me so many times throughout this movie yeah and, well de- you know deborah granick and winter's bone was jennifer lawrence's big that's performance. True. so hopefully this yeah. is she's this is her big role yeah i think about ben foster is like usually you're like oh my god ben foster is on the screen get your gun because yeah. he's always such a badass who's, that's true who's always not in this film yeah damaged warrior man mm-hmm. such he says such range mm-hmm. i love ben foster <laughs> yeah yeah as i said the most underrated actor probably ever totally but uh yeah it's a special film yeah what i really appreciate about it too is it's very subtle um and she gets her message across without beating you over the head and telling you how to feel it's just it's just very organic the way the story is told the way you react to the movie and the feelings that i had while i was watching it it none of it ever felt forced and it always felt like i had deborah granick's like 
gentle embrace right behind <laughs> me, like comforting me throughout the whole thing. And that, just, that was a great feeling. Yeah. Special film. Yeah, man. So that was your number 10? It's my number 10. Okay. My number nine, action film, Mission Impossible Fallout. Not on my list. Okay. But great film. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love this film, dude. It just, it starts and then it doesn't stop. Yeah. Until it stops at the very end. Uh, I love the way it moves. I love that Tom Cruise is an absolute maniac. And I'm glad that he has Macquarie directing him in some of the finest action films we've seen in our time. I see they announced that they're back for two more. That's right. Shooting them back to back. That's super cool. Yeah. So hopefully it's like a an actual like continuation. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Uh, let's hope there's a second one because <laughs> I swear he almost died in many of these yeah, sequences. Yeah, the, the the scene where he broke his ankle is in the film. Oh, really? Yeah, they had to like stop shooting for like two months because Tom Cruise broke his ankle jumping oh, across a building. I didn't know. And he when broke. he landed, he landed and crushed his ankle. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just outstanding. I love the characters. I love the action, like the, the hand to hand action sequence in the bathroom is just oh, amazing. So good. Yeah. And, and you know, shout out to Henry Cavill. Yeah. That's yeah. that scene alone. Henry Cavill is just like a badass. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, the whole yeah. entire team, Ving Rhames actually getting to act. Yeah, man. That's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Simon Pegg, you know, yeah. it's all good stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, good film. Yeah, uh, man. I, just couldn't give it a five. Right. I, uh, as I said before, I thought Ghost Protocol had a better uh, story behind it. Right. But I thought Fallout had better action. Mm-hmm. And holy crap, does it have great action. Yeah. yeah. It's got some very suspenseful moments as well. <laughs> There's one sequence in particular where I was still holding my breath on the second viewing. So. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. I'm like 52 years old. I'm going to jump out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That nobody's ever done before. And yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm Tom <laughs> yeah. Cruise. He's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad he exists. Man. So uh, number nine, Mission Impossible Fallout. So weirdly, my number nine is Isle of Dogs. Okay. So um, it's like that one... And leave no trace for my number two and three at the mid year. Okay. So other than the other one, yeah. that takes care of those. Wes Anderson just making one of the the great animated films maybe ever. Uh, I don't think it's the animated film of the year, mm-hmm. but I think it's technically the animated film of the year. Yeah. I can't get over that film. Yeah. Just how perfect it is yeah. everything the music the animation the, the voice acting the script is great uh but yeah uh, fantastic mr fox is is absolutely amazing and yeah, man. this is just as good and i'm, I'm happy for it mm-hmm. uh, i think wes anderson is a treasure he is every time we get a wes anderson film it's like a gift at christmas man yeah he always delivers yeah. except for life aquatic don't oh. don't even ask. Come at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, such a perfect film. That's a great film. Yeah. I love um, Cranston and uh, who plays? Who's the dog that was missing that he's seeking? Anyway, I love the, I love the voice performances. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say <laughs> in this movie. Um, I, I really really appreciate Isle of Dogs. Not on my list. Wow. Yeah, that's a shocker. Big shocker. That's probably the first time a Wes Anderson film hasn't made my list. Wow. Uh, but the that's first, the a, first surprise of the night. Yeah, yeah. It's not a knock on the film at all. It just uh, I didn't have as strong a reaction as I did with the other films. It's just the way it worked out. Nice. Uh, but I, I still love Isle of Dogs. 
I love dogs. Isn't that funny? <laughs> Isle of dogs. You say it slowly. You're saying I love dogs. I'm a cat guy. Cat. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. So that was your number nine? That was my number nine. Okay, so we're on to number eight. Uh, my number eight, uh, Mandy. Not even close to my list. Okay, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Cos- Cosmos? Panos Camasos, yeah. Yeah. I love Mandy. And I'm not saying it in the way that some people are like, ooh, full cage. Like, it's uh, that's become a meme now. And it, it annoys the hell out of me because uh, I don't think this is full cage. I think this is controlled chaos cage with Cosmatos at the helm. Um, you know me better than most people. I'm a very visual person. And this is just a visual feast. Like, it's got images that'll be burned into my brain until my dying days and i'll be all in my deathbed and i'll be like do you remember that fucking acid trip scene from mandy (laughs) that'll probably be my last words nice the the way they melded their faces together in multiple shots just melted my my mind um and his previous film is much like that as well uh beyond the black rainbow yeah beyond the black rainbow way better film yeah sorry but i think so okay Yeah, no. Uh, I, I've talked about Mandy before. I, <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work for me. Oh, really? Do, do, do you know all I think about when I see Mandy? Mm-hmm. Red. Yeah, red. I'm cool with that. That's what I think about when I think of Beyond the Black Rainbow. No, I, I, it's, it's just like, I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. red. Yeah. I want something more than just red. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. Oh, okay. Uh, which is weird because usually I would, I'd be kind of all over that kind of a film. Yeah. yeah. And I said, I, I, I think Beyond the Black Rainbow is a great film, but man, mm-hmm. it's, this wasn't for me. Really? No. Okay. And I, I really appreciated Beyond the Visuals. I also appreciated the love story that's going on between him and his, his partner, his significant other in this movie. Um, and also the villains in the movie, they're just... When you're watching it, I couldn't tell if they were if they had supernatural powers, and you learn what they're all about. Uh, but I was just completely, uh, completely immersed in this world. And it really felt like I went on a journey with those people, and uh, I I loved it. It felt like I was on another planet. Like, <laughs> hey man, yeah. The one thing I'll say, I might not like it, but at least you can tell me why you liked it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not just saying a Nicolas Cage meme because I don't even think he's the best part of the movie. It's just, I think it's the the visuals. I love the color timing. I love the woman in the movie. I love the villains and um, the action pretty he cool. He forges an axe. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Chainsaw fights. It's, it's weird, man. It, it's fully, fully my jam. So yeah, that's my number eight. You never know, like... Five years from now, I could be at like a film festival or like a 24-hour movie marathon and they play Mandy at four o'clock in the morning and I fucking <laughs> yeah. loved it. Yeah, that's right. It could happen. I don't yeah. know. Weirder yeah. shit's happen. And and the thing is, I'll, I'll also add that I can totally see your viewpoint. Like it's, it is, it's out there, man. So not everybody's going to have the same reaction and um, that's it, cool. It's like out there, man. Uh, (laughs) that's right that was your number nine Uh, that was number eight number eight my number eight is shoplifters nice it's very low wow i thought it'd be higher i thought it'd be higher too yeah uh weirdly uh this was my number two film at vif Mm -hmm. and my no my my number three film at vif and the number two film at vif dropped on on a second watch really and it's now like way down my list wow okay so technically if you want to get really trippy uh my number one and number two at vif were the favorite 
mm-hmm. and shoplifters. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, what can I say about Corieta, other mm-hmm. than he's he's a top 10 filmmaker in the world, yeah. who constantly makes the same film, more or less, but <laughs> yeah. still finds a way to get me every goddamn time. Oh, totally. Every time. Like, massive cry. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one is no different. It's a, it's a, a family but a different kind of family that he's ever a bunch of misfits yeah. who come together and is is there them being together is it a bad thing or is it a good thing yeah because they're actually coexisting everything mm-hmm. is working kind of yeah. fine yeah. and then when something happens and fucks that up it's not fine anymore like yeah. everything that could happen if they break up is worse mm-hmm. than what would happen if they stayed together absolutely and yeah. it's a touching film it's it's funny mm-hmm. it makes you cry and it makes you think and i think oh, yeah. Corey, as i said Corey is a goddamn genius yeah palm door winner this year mm-hmm. last year uh best film at con and it deserved it oh yeah and uh yeah he's a genius mm-hmm. and uh i don't think people have seen this one either it hasn't opened yet but yeah god damn man yeah what a film it's a hell of a film man. yeah yeah it's higher on my list nice i fell in love with that family and um I accepted them as face at face value, accepting that's the grandmother, those are the parents, those are the kids, that's like the niece, and uh, you learn more about them, and you learn things aren't the way they they seem to be, and you learn you learn stuff. I, I'll leave it at that. Um, and the things you learn are not always nice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's just it raises a lot of really interesting questions about perception and what's right, what's wrong. And uh, let me just check my notes real quick here. Um, I wrote here, Corieta crafts a delicate film about harrowing circumstances. There's a single word of dialogue that's spoken at one point in the movie, and it just reduced me to a shell of my former self. <laughs> um, Shoplifters holds the title, holds the belt for the hardest cry I had at the movies this year. I After the movie, I was like, I'm so happy I wasn't in a packed theater for that. Because <laughs> uh, people would have been like asking me if I'm okay. Uh, I dude, was, I, I'm a sadist. I watched it twice of it. Really? Wow. <laughs> I probably would have done the same, to be honest. But yeah, I was just like Chewbacca, Claire Danes crying. <laughs> 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 i love shoplifters nice. it's amazing I, I'm, I'm happy it's higher on your list yeah it's just a really good year it is yeah yeah like how, like how is that my yeah. number eight film of the year yeah like honestly outrageous yeah <laughs> i think it just speaks to the quality of the year totally yeah man. so that was your number eight that's my number eight okay my number seven i suspect is higher on your list if Beale Street could talk. It is higher on my list. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Like, this one... How is that your number seven? <laughs> How is it my number seven? Oh. Uh, I'll explain after we're done here. But, yeah, beautiful storytelling of a, a haunting situation. And what I took away from it is that it gives you a glimmer of hope in a bleak world that hasn't really changed that much uh, when you look back at things like look at the central park five yeah Um, you know these are common stories it's really sad that people can be falsely accused just because just so we can sweep something under the carpet and maybe get some kind of statistic that sways in the positive on paper um it should be just the most devastating movie to watch and in many ways it is uh, but I did feel the love in the movie and I did feel that relationship and I, I had a lot of hope for those characters so I just I just felt really 
really good and really sad while watching it, which is a really tough balance. We totally just talked about this film. Yeah. So all I'm going to say is that, yeah, it's higher on my list and that uh, Barry Jenkins really likes Wong Kar Wai. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely get that. I, I, I get the feeling that he's maybe seen In the Mood for Love a couple times. Yeah. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I am totally cool with that, too. <laughs> yeah. There were some shots, yeah, where you're like, that looks exactly like that movie. Yeah. But if, <laughs> if you're going to copy a film. Yeah. That's probably a good one. Oh, totally. Yeah. So Beale Street Could Talk, that's my number seven. Oh, wow. How is this my number seven? <laughs> it's uh, uh, my number seven is Roma. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. This was tough. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's another technically perfect film. Like, what the hell? Like, how are we, how are we these lists, man? They're, mm-hmm. they're killing me. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about this again. Uh, so I won't say much other than uh, uh, we haven't done Movie Club this month. Yeah. Or three months. <laughs> yeah. And uh, next episode, I'm going to get a bit, a bit of a hint. It's an Alfonso Coron film. Oh, okay. Okay. I've seen a couple of his stuff, his movies. So. Yeah. So get ready for that. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Number seven, Roma. Roma. Yeah. It's... um lower on my list wow holy yeah that's yeah that's one of the ones where i was like okay i gotta get ready (laughs) uh, yeah it didn't quite make my top 10 wow um which seems absurd it's it's totally it seems totally absurd but i'm ready to fight anybody (laughs) who wants to fight me not that it would ever come to this it might actually come to that in my next movie should we move on yeah okay my next my number six which this is outrageous it's outrageous that this is my number six and you're you're going to probably hate me for this is it annihilation annihilation oh my god yeah yeah man (laughs) right like a movie that's it's like 2001 a space odyssey um in 2018 is my number six film um this should be higher it just other movies i had a stronger reaction to and uh and this is one one of those ones where i said it might climb on repeated viewings i did only see it the one time theatrically but um but yeah, I love the stunning visuals and the wild imagination. I think that it's very similar to what the Wachowskis did with The Matrix, kind of looking at alternative ways that we might be able to survive on a dying planet, because <laughs> that's essentially what's happening to us right now. And it's got images that I will never forget and sounds <laughs> that I will yeah, never forget. And sounds. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and it has four kick-ass females who all get guitar solos. Hell yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you saw that? Never. Exactly. <laughs> Never. Uh, and dude, song, strong science fiction. Yeah. We have to support strong science fiction. Uh, Alex Garland's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's proven it now twice. Yeah. Ex Machina was no fluke, friends. Hell yeah. Uh, Annihilation is the real deal. It is mm. higher on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suspected that much. I'm uh, giving Adrian the uh, the, the Black Philip eye right now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's a shocker to me too, man. <laughs> I was really shocked as I was making my list, but it, that's where it ended up. That's why my list is definitive. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that was your number six? Six, yeah. Holy shit. Uh, at least I didn't laugh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You laughed at me one time. That I was did. brutal. I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, number six is... Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Nice. Uh, the best animated film of the year. Nice. Uh, by far. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. Uh, we just talked about it, so I'll be brief. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like 
Toy Story 3 good? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, we're talking, yeah. I'm not joking. Yeah. This is one of the greats. It is. It'll be thought of that for Truly. years to come. Yeah. And I cannot wait to own it on 4K, 4K Blu ray so yeah. I can watch it over and over again and just pass it around to friends going, mm-hmm. You haven't seen this yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah. You got, you got to watch this. Oh, yeah. And they're all be, their minds will be blown. Oh, totally. And kids 20 years from now are going to watch this mm-hmm. and their minds are going to be blown because it's that oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a great film. I um, didn't quite make my top ten. Jesus Christ! But danger. it is on my list. <laughs> it is on my list. Um, I I also love this film. It's great. <laughs> yeah, not on my top ten. Wow, it's not top ten good. Wow, <laughs> I know, right? It's insane. And we did talk about it earlier, so I, I won't elaborate too much on it. But I I respect that. And um, Black Philip thinks you're wicked. <laughs> it's right. It was really high up there until I watched some movies recently. So um, it's crazy. Cool. So that was your number six? That was number six. Okay. Now we're getting into top five territory. Top five here. Take the gloves off. <laughs> the gloves are coming off. This has been a rather rambunctious five so far. So I'm it kind, of, kind of curious. It's it's crazy. And this one, it feels like it should be higher. But this is just where it ended up. Uh, Minding the Gap is my number five. Wow. Um, sneaky great, man. Sneaky great. Like, on the surface... It's a skateboard documentary. You look at the trailer, you're like, oh, it's a bunch of skater kids. Uh, but then it turns into a vital piece about the scars that we leave over generations. Yeah, this this is not Dogtown and Z-Boys. No, no. It's, it's, it's incredible, man. And um, it really reminded me of Stories We Tell. Uh, it kind of had that kind of like, um, there's a style to it. And there's a, just the way the story's told. Uh, the stories are told and uh, the people in it are they're incredibly fascinating and you're just rooting for all of them even though you might question whether one or two individuals um i'm trying to be vague here because i don't want to give away big parts of the i'm gonna try to be vague here that revelation at the end (laughs) yeah man yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely fuck yeah (laughs) yeah it is incredible yeah yeah the footage this guy had mm-hmm. it must have been just daunting looking yeah. at it yeah. so much footage yeah but man he first time filmmaker yeah it's, it's incredible yeah just knocks it out of the park best documentary yeah. of the year yeah maybe over the last five years yeah it's that good it's way up there man yeah. and as the movie ended this is no i'm not giving away spoilers here but i was thinking like you couldn't write a better movie for the for this situation just <laughs> The way it started and the way it ended, it just felt so right. The song over the the credits, yeah, man. And how it's like, uh, I'm gonna get through this year, yeah, even, even if it kills me, yeah, yeah. It's spot on, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's higher on my list. Okay, yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah, it's a stunning film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my number five is If Bill Street Could Talk. Nice. We've already talked about it. Yeah. I don't know. I love this film. Mm-hmm. I think it's as good as Moonlight. Okay. Um, and I thought that was a perfect film. It was my number one film of that year. Yeah. Uh, go Barry Jenkins. Yeah, man. Yeah. One of the best, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number five. We already talked about it. So Right on. In my number four, I'm not sure if it made your top ten. We'll see. Uh, the Rider. It did not. Okay. 
Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I really love the film, though. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so if anybody's unfamiliar, uh, I didn't talk about it in Lightning Round because I kind of wanted to save it for this. Nice. Uh, Chloe Zhao um, tackles masculinity with great compassion and tact. Um, it's about a cowboy who gets injured while bronco riding, and it's played by a guy who is actually hurt while bronco riding, and it threatens the way he's been raised. He He's very in the story, and it seems very authentic that he's very famous for being able to tame wild horses and train horses, and um, he's apparently a very good cowboy and uh, was very com- competitive and got injured. <laughs> Just shows how real life can be, eh? Yeah. You're like this horse whisperer, yeah. but it still didn't save you. Yeah. You still got thrown. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, the, the very thing that he loves it was his downfall yeah. in the movie and in real life. And uh, it's just this movie where I was just rooting for the guy. But at the same time, he's got all these forces around him that are like, oh, you just need to toughen up and get back on the <laughs> saddle. And that's the kind of mindset that we really need to change in this world. I think a lot of um, a lot of problems would eventually go away if it wasn't for that old school macho bullshit just toughen up and get back on the saddle and try again. It's not that easy. No. Especially when it comes to head injuries and anything else like that. And it, it messed with like his motor skills and you could have the toughest guy in the world. And I got the sense that he really was one of the toughest guys in the world, but it's like, does that make him any less tough having to readjust his life? I don't think it does. No, no. Figuring out life answers is a better deal. Mm-hmm. I remember when I, when I reviewed it on the show, I said the film had a very deliberate pace. Yeah. And I don't know if people will, will, will like the pace to it. Yeah. But uh, as I said on that show, if you think the rider is slow, uh, let me show you some festival films Yeah, that I will, will put you to sleep. Yeah. That yeah. film is deliberate. Yeah. It knows what it's doing. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It is. Yeah. Really is. Uh, so I I fell in love with it. And as as time went on, I fell more in love with it. And I started to learn, like, she met him on a previous movie. And she heard his story. And she's like, I'm going to make a movie about you. And then <laughs> she wrote a, <laughs> an incredible movie and had him star in his own movie. And I, I think that's a big win all around. Do you know what else is a really big win? Oh, it's then. Chloe Zhao is making a Marvel film. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh that's so cool. So she Good jumps from this kind of like nice, like easy film mm-hmm. to this big, giant, huge movie. Wow. And I want to see what she does with it. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a different kind of action film. Totally. Because she's not that director. Yeah. So I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, because she seems to be really in tune with the human spirit and and Not to mention, empathy. man, that movie is a painting. It really is. Yeah. It's stunning. Yeah. Yeah. So after this, I, I, earlier today and the last week, I solicited lists from friends, top 10 lists. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. The writer is well represented. Oh, wicked. Not just, that right wasn't, on. not on my list, but yeah. Yeah. our friends liked it. Cool. So what was that? That was your number four? Number four. Yeah. My number four is Minding the Gap. Wicked. We already talked about it. Yeah. I don't know how that's my number four film of the year. Honestly, that could be a number one film. All these really could be these top these top ten films, man. They could all be yeah. number ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, that is a special documentary. Yeah, find it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you will not be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's 
find it. Yeah. Support the damn film. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. Really great stuff. Yeah, on the topic of what you just said, and no pun intended on the movie title, but the, the gap between like my number one and my number five is like very even number six, I would say. Yeah. Very small gap between those. That was your number four. four. Yeah. Okay, so we're on number three. We talked about this one already. Shoplifters. Nice. Um yeah, I think I said everything I want to say about shoplifters. It's amazing. <laughs> the cool thing is, is Adrian watched a bunch of these in the last couple of days. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and that's awesome. And they're magically on my top films that you probably shouldn't watch within like a like half one after another. They're all just like oh, yeah. blinding films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, let's double bill this one back to back. Yeah. Oh, bad idea. Don't yeah. do what I did. Or do what you do. There's nothing. Nothing. Watch yeah. a great film, man. Yeah. There's nothing. Being on a streak, yeah, that's why I, I love being at a film fest mm-hmm. and being on a streak. It's a good feeling, like film after film after this. Holy yeah. shit! Oh yeah, this is the life. Yeah. This is living, man. Oh totally. Ah oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that was your number three. Number three. Yeah, my number three is Madeline's Madeline. Sweet. Uh, the best art film of the year uh, that I don't really think is an art film. Everybody keeps on calling it an art film because mm-hmm. it's about a bunch of uh, uh, art students and people like creative people trying to like do weird exercises. And there's this one dominant person named Madeline who seems to be so much more better than everybody else. Okay. And uh, she just kind of takes over the world. Wow. And they all just kind of go around her. And it's... Th- the most imaginative film I've seen this year. Cool. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to support this. It's yeah. just, I've seen nothing like this before. Yeah. Uh, the, the lead actress is great. It's another female director. Oh, cool. So many of them this year. Right on. That is so great. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, this two months from now might have been my number one film of the year. Really? Like, wow. I honestly think it is that good. That's awesome. Uh, I just, I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. It's my number three. Honestly, I want to watch it a lot. I think it's that deep and that good. Yeah. And I think it could be my number one film of the year. Wow. But, uh, we're in January. Yeah. Yeah. We are where we are. Yeah. It's my number three. Right on, dude. Hope you get to see it. Yeah. Hope you like it as much as I do. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's. Cool. I think it's a masterpiece. That's awesome. Yeah, not nobody's talking about it, so mm-hmm. listen to me. <laughs> That's right. My, my list is definitive. Hell yeah. Uh, Madeline's Madeline is an absolute stunner. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That that was high on Ehrlich's list too. Wasn't Number it? three, I think. Yeah. Same as mine. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> That's he, cool. He freaking copied me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. Cool. So we're on to number two. Number two. Number two, we talked about already. Uh, Leave No Trace. Wow. I love this film, and it climbed my list, I believe. It did. It went from... Um, no, it stayed the same. Okay. But other films dropped. Yeah, that's right. Other yeah. films did drop. Uh, I watched it a second time um, about a month ago, and it just solidified how much I love this film. And just... There are a lot of broken people in this world. That's no secret. And uh, mental health is something that's coming to the uh, forefront. Is that the word? Yeah. Uh, Starting to get there. And I believe art, like Leave No Trace, will help mental health become just a regular part of the conversation. uh, Because that's a major aspect of this movie. And it's, it's not really covered in great detail, but it's there. You can feel it the whole time. You know, he's, uh, he's very, um, he's a broken man because he served his country and his country forgot about him. And that's heartbreaking. 
And uh, that's something that continues this day. And uh, just taking that character and showing him so much love and compassion and uh, showing the possibilities that could happen as a result of, of our warriors who come home and are not taken care of the way they should be. It just, it broke my heart, man. And uh, the way that Granik told this story again, just, just like uh, Chloe Zhao, it just felt like somebody was there holding my hand the whole time, just saying, it'll be okay. I'll get you through this. I'm here for you. The weird thing about it is just like shoplifters, it was working. Yeah. They lived in the forest. Yeah. And it was working. Yeah. Everything about it was working. They they get caught and they come to civilization and the daughter is ahead of everybody else in school. Yeah. Her dad's been teaching her. Yeah. That shouldn't work. Like they're in yeah. the forest. They're yeah. in sleeping bags and tents and <laughs> Yeah. That shouldn't work. Yeah. But man, does it work? Yeah. She doesn't need Fortnite in her life. No. She plays chess. Yeah. With her Reads father. books. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. And she's smart. Yeah. 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 I've seen it compared to um, Captain Fantastic and that this one's nah. a little more straight faced, I guess. This is better. This is yeah. better. Oh, it is. And Captain really Fantastic is. is a great film. Yeah. Man, this is yeah. a better film. It is. Um, but I, yeah, love love leave no trace uh, it yeah it's it's gonna be one of those films that i look back and go god damn that was a great year in movies i remember we were in the lobby of the capital six. Oh yeah and there was a poster for the film and i'd already seen it mm-hmm. and i looked at you and i'm like that film's gonna kill you yeah it did <laughs> it really did yeah like, you're like oh cool when does it open <laughs> yeah yeah and then this one just to talk about moments in the film there's yeah there's just one moment in particular and i'm not spoiling anything i won't talk about what happens but there's one moment in particular that just reduced me to rubble i was just uh and the second time i got to watch it at home so i was able to just completely (laughs) give into the movie and cry like i was at the funeral for my dog or something. Yeah, and he grabs your cat and wipes your tears away. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Held on to Jojo and she got mad at me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's my number two. Nice. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, my number two is the favorite. Wicked. Uh, yeah. What, what can we say about Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> that we already haven't said about Yorgos yeah. Lanthimos? Yeah. Uh, I think it's the best acted film, best script of the year. Cool. Best uh costumes best everything but my number one has just next level shit in it yeah uh this one is just as you said i'm not i i i I can take period pieces Mm -hmm. yeah i'll take them and leave them yeah some of them are great some of them are really not great yeah this one just feels next level to me it does um a a co-worker of mine saw the film she's like that film was really weird (laughs) yeah and i'm like because it's it's not what you expect it to be yeah and i want that from a film oh totally Yeah. yeah It's not what I expected. Yeah. And if you can't get with that, you probably shouldn't be watching movies. Oh, totally. I want to be challenged every time I watch it. Yeah. And this this film, I had no idea what it was doing. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just a weird, wacky period yeah. film. Oh, and you think about the political parties in this movie, too. Like, one guy's jealous because the other guy has the fastest duck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where does that come from? Yeah. <laughs> And it's so great, too, because it's just... Lanthimos has been doing this for years. Yeah. And he's finally getting the love. Oh, totally. And I'm just like, he's been here for a while, guys. He's making really weird, strange films that, you know, everybody loves. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that he's, 
gonna get to do whatever he wants now because yeah. yeah. this film is it's huge mm-hmm. it's wonderful it's beautiful yeah and uh any other year would be my number one yeah it's just not it's next level but it's not that next level yeah 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 and quickly his list is it Dogtooth, um dog tooth alps alps okay um, lobster lobster sacred deer yeah killing of a sacred deer and this one and this yeah and all are just freaking amazing yeah um not as high on my list this one yeah which is one of the ones that i said i, I think it'll change on repeated viewing because i only saw it once yeah uh, i could see it making a significant jump because when we were talking about it in the lobby, I was like, yeah, you know, that movie fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. The favorite. That was your number two. That was my number two. Okay. I guess it's time to shock the world. My number one. Do you have a guess before I go? Should I, or should I just. Did you just end? watch it? It's a recent viewing. Is yeah. it blind spotting? It is blind spotting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> blind spotting, dude. Yeah. This kicked my ass dude like, yeah i um the only reason i knew it is because you hadn't talked about it oh and i knew you just watched it and i knew you were gonna try to pull something like that on me you motherfucker yeah and then the thing is i'm not doing that like just to pull a fast one on you I, no i probably should have said something no no i got i <laughs> I, I saw you talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. And I love the film. Yeah. I talked about yeah. it earlier in the year. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's in my top 20. Cool. But yeah. It's, it's not top 10. Yeah. It's, yeah. No slap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, this, real quick, when you think about prestige films, they're usually sh- set in like a city like London or New York or Los Angeles. Blind spotting is set in motherfucking Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oakland, what? When's the last time you saw a movie set in Oakland? And when was it this good? Um, I think it's one of the best scripts of the year with amazing banter with the two leads. It, it really took me back to End of Watch. Like, End of Watch had two characters who were just back and forth, just going at each other. And this one, the the two leads, um, David Diggs. David Diggs, man. Yeah. That guy's a star. He is. Yeah. And Raphael Kessel. I I probably should look up how to pronounce that. But I guess David Diggs, he was in Hamilton. Yeah. uh, Which I didn't know going in. Yeah. And um, when I looked him up on IMDb, I was like, fuck, that makes so much sense. Because he has some some freestyle hip-hop in the movie. And it's just... Which is, which is used to the maximum. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Yeah. So effective. Um, it's the way the, the, I felt like the nerdy, the nerdy kid that Caleb Worthy played embodied, you know, he's kind of fan girling <laughs> over all the, the pros of all the rappers. That's how I felt watching this one. And, uh, there's a pace and rhythm I enjoy from Carlos Lopez Estrada. That's the director. He's, he actually, is a commercial and music video director. And I think there's something about those guys that come from that background. In commercials and music videos, they're asked to move people in a very short period of time, sometimes 30 seconds. Yeah, you're, you gotta be a hustler to do that. Yeah. David Fincher directed videos. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So for him to have, you know, 30 second commercials and to try make it memorable, and if you give him 90 minutes, fucking run for cover dude <laughs> and uh, that's exactly what happened blind spotting is explosive uh, captures the culture of oakland and captures 
social conversations that we still need to have. You know, these are conversations started by Spike Lee in the early 90s, and we're still here talking about it. Yeah. Um, And it's really sad that a guy who's trying to be really good, yeah, just the environment around him just makes it so it's just probably not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's sad. It's very, very sad. But man, is it an uplifting film at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the rap stuff. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, I chills. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I thought you liked that film. Yeah. I, I saw it, like, really early in the year. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, that's that's cool, man. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so that's on my list. So, yeah. no, no shame in that game. Right on, dude. <sighs> my number one is Annihilation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is technically the first time one of our films has went from midway to the final. Oh. Even though in our first show, Upstream Color... Mm-hmm. was my number one it would have been my number one in the mid-year that's right uh so yeah it's the first time it's been both times yeah um yeah it's the best film of the year yeah man period yeah uh i go to movies to be absolutely like showing something i've never been shown before yeah and i'll be damned if you've ever seen the shimmer before mm. this amazingly weird oil slick yeah, yeah. that people walk through and go to a different dimension but it's the same area and they know something is taking over that area because shit gets really strange. (laughs) Animals are crossed with each other. Plants are like really strange. And and it's just Natalie Portman and three other fierce, badass chicks Mm. who just kill it, man. Yeah. Uh, It's Alex Garland's a genius. I want to see more from him. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, what a great year of film. Yeah, dude. Because, as I said, there's like 10 number ones on my list. Nice. But nothing. And uh, and The Rock means nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Is even close to Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, It's a perfect film. Right on, dude. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I love Annihilation. And, again, could be one that moves higher on my list after another viewing. The Shimmer, dude. uh, You're right. It hasn't been done before. No. The way time moves in there, the way... Just the way creatures exist there, like yeah, I, I love the idea that the shimmer is slowly taking over the world. Yeah, and if they don't figure it out, yeah, we're all dead. Yeah, yeah, our way of existing will be no longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a tough little like thing to get around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess I guess we got to figure it out. And, okay, and everybody in the movie has different reactions to it. Yeah, like, I think that I'd be freaking out. I'd be terrified (laughs) i'd be the biggest wimp you've ever seen but some of them just kind of embrace it and just head down and let's do the job we're here to do so honestly i think that's probably the best year of film we've had since starting this show i think so yeah yeah it's been amazing yeah man yeah yeah the amount of films that we haven't mentioned yet um you could plug them into any other year in the top 10 as far as i'm concerned yeah. Uh, some of them would probably even be near number one. So it's it's crazy. But I, I agree with you. I, as I was making this list, I was like, how the heck am I leaving this movie out of my top 10? Like, that's absurd. Yeah. But it's just been that good. My 11 through 20 are equally as good films. Cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, there's, there's not a 
bad one of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to do your 11 to 20? Yeah, I'll do 11 to 20. Quick, there's, quick there's and dirty? Pro- yeah, there's probably a couple couple curveballs here for you. <laughs> <laughs> At least one. Nice. So we'll, we'll, st- we'll start it off. Number 11, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It was in my top 10. It was like as high as number 8 at one point. But <laughs> and then Bill then screwed I, it up. Then I watched three movies and then yeah. it got bounced. Uh, my number 12, I've talked a lot about this movie, Bodied, uh, Joseph Kahn's movie. It's a movie that's very much about the way we use language and the way we abuse language and the way we push boundaries and who's to police that. Yeah. We still haven't determined that yet. Not on my list because it was a film from last year. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number 13, this one might be hot, takey, perhaps A Star is Born. Yeah, it's uh, a good film, man. I just, I love that opening act. Yeah. Um, and part of the second act is pretty good, too. It does lull in the second act and especially going into the third act, uh, but it really finishes strong and uh, just their chemistry, man. I was like, I was a mess during this movie, and I watched it twice, and both times I was very emotional. <laughs> and, uh, Dyson Chappelle for supporting actor. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number 13. Uh, my number 14, uh, The Endless, which was on your la- list last year. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, sci-fi film from Benson and Moorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a continuation of the world they're building kind of thing. And uh, if you're familiar with their films, <laughs> you really should be. Uh, what did they make before? It was Spring... Revolution. Yeah. Revolution? Uh, resolution? Yeah, Resolution. Resolution. That was it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you really need to watch those movies and also watch The Endless. They are the best young minds in science fiction film right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. The stuff they do in there just boggles my mind. I had to watch it about three times before I started to like grasp what's going on in this movie. It's really complex, man. They talk about like time and space and sci-fi. It's awesome awesome though it's super cool uh number 15 first reformed (laughs) um that's one i suspect could go up higher i don't know uh ethan hunt just ethan hunt ethan hawk hawk i was talking about mission impossible Impossible. (laughs) i mess that up all the time ethan hawk just totally killing it lately like he's on a really really amazing run there might be no better actor right now than ethan yeah he's seriously he's awesome yeah yeah uh number 16 black klansman we talked about that earlier this year um amazing film not on my list but okay great film yeah i love black klansman uh number 17 roma uh only saw it the one time uh, i loved it though the story is beautiful the family's beautiful i'm rooting for all of them the real, best best shot movie of the year real talk real talk Man. i thought that might be your number one film of the year oh really after after oh, okay. after I, we were talking about it, after you saw it you sounded pretty yeah. like into it so. oh yeah 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 i was very very high into it and uh, i don't know just when i created the list it's just where it ended up yeah it could be one that goes higher but uh just for argument's sake it's number 17 <laughs> uh number 18 support the girls nice. i love this movie dude. Spichowski. yeah nice. it's so good i'm rooting for all these <laughs> characters and uh it's a really interesting movie about like class and 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 white people not being able to watch the pay-per-view that's true yeah that's right it's and the performances are incredible top to bottom yeah they're all great and sometimes you just have to go on a roof and scream dude that's right that's yeah. right into the abyss yeah or into the overpass <laughs> uh, my number 19 is 
feel-good movie of the year, uh, The Old Man and the Gun. Nice. Uh, Robert Redford's last film, question mark, but yeah. I think he did say that it is. In any case, it just felt so good to watch that movie, and it just it felt like my soul <laughs> went on a journey and uh, came out with a big smile. And my number 20, uh, eighth grade, uh, Bo Burnham's film, uh, About Me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful film. I've already said I'm never going to watch that film again. Really? It felt super real to me. It's, I, yeah. I don't need, I felt that shit when I was in high school. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No more. Yeah. Lovely. Don't need to see it again. Yeah. Uh, so what was the, your theme? Oh, my theme was um, compassion. Nice. uh, For like just compassion and just feeling empathy for other people. Nice. And I think that was something that's kind of prevalent. And I think that the great artists have recognized that we need some gentleness in this world. And movies like Blind Spotting and Leave No Trace, Shoplifters, uh, The Rider, Minding the Gap, uh, Eighth Grade, Support the Girl. Old man, all of these movies yeah. pretty much have a really strong theme of compassion and empathy, and I loved it. My theme was badass flicks. Nice, yeah, yeah. badass. You're eleven to twenty. My eleven to twenty. My number eleven was Capernaum, which was my number two film of VIF, but dropped down. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, still, I, I really love the film, but it just didn't quite hit as well the second time still really nasty and wonderful you'll you'll get to see it eventually it's opening soon uh number 12 is first reformed nice a film that i probably had the most cool conversation with with people the whole year like just yeah everybody i know loved first reform and everybody had a cool thing to say about it yeah so talking about film is really awesome and i love it yeah. Especially when the conversation is really deep and insightful. Oh, totally. And first of all, was that film. It is freaking nutty. That yeah. The third act, man. Bonkers. Bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number 13, The Old Man and the Gun. Sweet. Ah, uh, just a giant smile on my face yeah, the whole man. time, man. Uh, yeah. What can we say about that film? Yeah. We, we talked about it on our show. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like the... The nicest, happy film of the year. Yeah, man. If You're a robot if you don't smile. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, number 14 is Cold War, Paolo oh, cool. Paladowski's uh, follow-up to Ida, yeah. uh, which hasn't opened yet, but it's a real humdinger, man. It's like the European La La Land if everybody had a bad time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But man, is it beautiful. Yeah. And man, is it touching. And holy fuck, does it have an ending. Wow. But uh, yeah, it's it's a stunner. Mm-hmm. just like Ida was a stunner yeah uh and he is a talent yeah. uh wait for that one it's coming soon cool this is what's cool about going to festivals i got i've seen this shit already mm-hmm. love it yeah i can take some time off <laughs> yeah, that's right watch football on the weekend <laughs> that's you know right. it is. uh number 15 won't you be my neighbor nice Second best documentary of the year. Yeah. Should have been in my top 10, but Mining the Gap is just such mm-hmm. a good film, man. Yeah. We talked about this. Fred Rogers for life, man. Yeah. Uh, number f- 16, Hereditary. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people who have seen Hereditary just kind of like twitched when they heard that. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Uh, one of the great horror films of the year. Yeah, man. Uh, with another just bonkers third act. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. Uh, I know you weren't as high on this one. Yeah. But uh, I think it's a pretty genius fuck. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Lovely. Uh, number 17, Blind Spotting. Nice. Uh, so glad you dug that. Yeah, man. man. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a feeling it was your number one. I just <laughs> yeah. did. Uh, number 18, 
Avengers Infinity War. Oh, wow, really? Okay. <laughs> because, because fuck you. Yeah. Really? Why not? Yeah, because fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love this film. Cool. I, said the, I said it once. I'll say it again. They're going to screw it up. Yeah. Did I tell you a friend of mine on Twitter had the greatest idea for the ending of Captain Marvel? Okay. No. I don't know if this is real. Yeah. It's not a spoiler because it's all bullshit. It's all speculation. Though everybody's talking about how Captain Marvel is going to save the world. Yeah. What happened at the last scene of Captain Marvel was her dusting like, with all the rest of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what happened to her? Yeah. yeah. What happens is she dusts. Oh, she does? No, what happens if she does? Oh, I don't know. I like, don't know. she's supposed yeah. to be the big savior. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. That would be amazing. Yeah. They won't do that. That's <laughs> yeah. too, too amazing. But, yeah. That's uh, true. Yeah. Adventures of Infinity Wars. It's, it's the, the big, stupid movie that actually wasn't stupid. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Very structured and characters <laughs> you enjoy. Yeah. Number 19 is a, is a coming soon film for everybody, but I saw it last year. Uh, the new Gaspar Noé film, Climax. Oh, cool. Holy fuck, you're not ready. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, you're not, not ready. ready. You're not ready. Right on, dude. Yeah, it's everything you heard and more. Yeah. And uh, it's a nasty piece of work. But nice. man, if it's not just absolutely watchable and your eyes will not leave the screen. Right on. Noé is a bit of a genius. He just tends to get away from himself occasionally. Okay. This is the one where he hit it like a home run. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Right on. And my number 20 is always the, the film that uh, uh, I don't think it's all might be the best, but the, the film I just really loved. Mm-hmm. And once again, fuck you, Mary Poppins Returns. Nice. Because fuck you. <laughs> right on, yeah. dude. I'm That's a softie. Cool. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. Mary Poppins is awesome. <laughs> nice. Emily Blunt for everything. Nice. Yeah. 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 It's a lovely film. I think um, I was listening to Fighting in the War Room podcast. I think Katie Rich is really high on that one, too. So yeah, as she should be. A lot of people are. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. I, that's, I still haven't seen it yet. Ah, it's so lovely. Right on. Yeah. It, it's it's the shock of the year for me. <laughs> that's cool. I shouldn't like that film. Yeah. But I do. Right I on. I just do. That's awesome. Top 20 there. Top 20. Yeah. That's awesome. So I guess we should move on to <laughs> other lists. Other lists. The polar opposite. Yeah. We have three movies that were the worst, considered our least favorite, whatever way you want to word it. And before you people get upset at us and say, you shouldn't do this. Those people worked hard on it. You didn't see every movie out there, so how could it be the worst? Well, these are just the worst three that we watched. And let's, <laughs> so and let, let's be real. I missed like 10 movies this year, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, and the thing is, we put a lot of time and money into what we do here. And, um, you know, we're not sponsored. We don't get paid for this. And we're not asking for that. We're not asking for that. We will never ask for that. But... Since we control this podcast, <laughs> since we own it, we do whatever the fuck we want. And if you disagree with it, there's the door. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Worst three movies we watched last year. Um, I've been going first all, all episodes. You didn't all. see two of mine. So yeah, okay. I know so, that for a fact. Okay. I'll just I'll just bang these out. Uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Nice. Holy shit, that's a shit movie. Oh. <laughs> It was a marketing gimmick. Netflix is 
released a trailer for it. Was it during the Super Bowl? And it was the most genius yeah. gimmick ever. Yeah. And everybody in the world was talking about yeah. it. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, we can watch Cloverfield Paradox right after the Super Bowl. Oh my God, it's going to be. Oh fuck, it's just some shit movie. Yeah. It's so bad. That Paramount knew sucked and yeah. sold it to Netflix. Yeah. Because it yeah. was so terrible. Yeah. They're like, here, take our garbage. And, uh, yeah, it was a brilliant move by Paramount because it's it's such a shit movie. <laughs> um, my next one was A Wrinkle in Time. Oh snap! Charles Wallace, Charles Wallace, Charles Wallace, Charles, Charles Wallace, Wallace, Charles Wallace. Wallace. <laughs> um, embarrassingly bad. It almost made my level. list. Really? Yeah, I hate yeah. that film so it's, much. Nothing works in it. It's just. Reese Witherspoon turns into a giant leaf, and that should be fucking cool, but it's not. It's so bad. This movie wouldn't even work if you were super baked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could get really high, and you'd be like, oh, that's a a plot hole right there, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the third uh, worst movie I watched, The Hate You Give. Oh, yes. What a shit movie. This is the after-school shit version of Blindspotting. This is just absolute trash in the worst possible way. Holy shit, I hated it. It's just... There's no subtlety that the filmmaker practically interrupts the movie to say, hey, this is what I'm trying to say here. Do you get it? Do you get it? Guns are bad. Do you get it? The next generation's doomed. Do you get it? It just feels like the director is saying, do you get it the whole time? And it's got just the worst movie villain for no reason. (laughs) No reason at all. You could remove him and it wouldn't change the movie at all. It's... It's such shit. It's the kind of shitty movie that gets made because awards exist. That's why The Hate You Give exists. And it sucks, too, because we are literally the 3% three on this one. People yeah. love this film. I don't I don't get it. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, I have nothing else to say about yeah. that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. My worst three, number one. Now, I'll go, I'll go three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, number three, Pitch Perfect 3. <laughs> oh, I forgot that even came out this year. <laughs> Damn. Let's just keep on making the same movie over and over again, but make it a little worse every time. But and what? and Fat Amy gets more annoying. Yeah, she yeah. became she becomes like a lead. Yeah, like, and uh, they show reaction shots of what's that rapper's name again? Um, there's a rapper in it. Oh, they dude. keep showing him reaction shots of him. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know his name if yeah. I if I knew who he was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just an absolutely terrible film. It's bad. Good riddance. We are now bad. we are now done with Pitch yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Which is sad because I really like Pitch Perfect one. The first one's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an absolute travesty. Yeah. Uh, number two is a film I saw at VIF called Mango Shake. Okay. I, I put such a really terrible review on Twitter. Oh, I saw that. That the producer bitched me out about I it. I saw that. So fuck you and fuck your film. <laughs> uh, have a little class, bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, you yeah. should be better than that. Yeah. Uh, the movie sucked. It wasn't just me and the other 30 people who walked out. Yeah. Uh, and number one, <laughs> Happy Time Murders. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> nice. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Right on. She was actually really good in oh. Can You Ever Forgive Me? That's right. A I really good that. movie. Yeah. But I've pretty much hated every other Melissa McCarthy film. Yeah. And this one is just on another level. Brutal. Y'all didn't see it, but I did to tell you yeah. to never see it. And that's why I didn't see it. Yeah. I was like, okay, I trust you on this one. Terrible film. <laughs> so we're going to talk about our 
our top video game of 2018. I suspect we have the same one. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is it God of War? God of War. <sighs> yes. Boy. Holy crap, is that a great game? Boy. <laughs> Such yeah. a great game. It's great gameplay, great story, stunning graphics, stunning animation, just everything. The jump from the last God of War game to this is oh. just, it's like yeah. night and day. Night and day, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this with a special mention for Beat Saber, because okay. I, I just love Beat Saber. <laughs> nice. It's like, it's like Guitar Hero with lightsabers, and yeah. you're like hitting notes. <laughs> That's cool. It's in PlayStation VR, mm-hmm. and it's so great. Right on. Nobody's played it because it's in PlayStation VR, yeah. but holy crap. Yeah. One of the great games cool. of the year. Yeah, it's the story really uh, immersed me as well. Like, I felt so invested in those characters and the little boy. Like, there's a bit in the game where he gets left alone, and Kratos comes back, and the little boy is just like, so mad at him for leaving him alone and he had to do all of these brutal acts of violence just to survive and you see the aftermath and it's just so heartbreaking in that story it's just so you feel for the kid and uh, i love it god of war is amazing <laughs> yeah yeah there was really no choice was there no red nothing red, was close red dead was great but yeah I didn't play it all, but man, yeah. it's, it's really good. But yeah. yeah, Spider-Man was really good too. Yes. Yeah, Sp- oh, Spider-Man's amazing too. But yeah. yeah, there was nothing like God of War. Yeah. So next category, best TV show. Best TV show. <laughs> I'm always a year behind on shows. So that's why my pick is Letterkenny. Nice. <laughs> it is so funny, man. And they've, they've had some prestigious Canadian actors on there. They had, uh, Sarah Gaydon was in nice. one season, and uh, Jay Baruchel's in one season, and uh, Jay Baruchel plays like this guy called uh, Hard Right Jay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of those Charlottesville idiots. He, he even has like tiki torches out in the cold oh Ontario god. weather. Oh my god! It's so funny, and uh, I don't know if anybody's done a better job of making fun of uh racists in america than letter kenny <laughs> and that's only just a sliver of what they do it's it's such a funny show pitter patter yeah that's right my favorite tv show was atl oh nice atlanta yeah season two that's a good call robin season i didn't see that one yet uh so. yeah it's just donald glover having a really good year <laughs> yeah, man. oh yeah if it's not just the you know the, the tv show it's the uh the Gambino stuff. Yeah, and this is America. Yeah, he's freaking headlining Coachella this year. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait to watch that on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, just I, an amazing <laughs> show uh, with the, the great Lakeith Stanfield mm-hmm. and Paper Boy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you said it's even better than season yeah. one. Yeah. I love season one. Season two is really good. Cool. Yeah, you're in for a treat. Right on. Yeah, you, you need to watch that. Nice. Yeah. You know, I... I came very close, and I thought it would have been just too controversial. I I came very close to putting This Is America in my top 20, um, the music video. Yeah. I love it that much. It's more cinematic than most movies and um, really captures what we're going through during this time. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly the uh, the Gambino show in Vancouver last month was just off the wall. Cool. Yeah. Damn. Wish I'd been there. That would have been nice. Uh, so we're on to favorite album of 2018. Again, with music, I'm usually like two years behind. <laughs> so I went really quickly through my iTunes library. <laughs> and uh, 
My favorite album of the few 2018 albums I have there is uh, Beer Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Nice. I love Post Malone, man. He's a cool guy, and I I love the way he. I would. I don't know. People call him a rapper, but I, I think he's more of a vocalist, um, solo perform. I don't know. I, I enjoy his music though. Nice. So that's my favorite album. My favorite album is uh, Pusha T. Daytona. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. There was like a four-week stretch, stretch where Kanye put out four straight albums on a Friday. Yeah. He put out uh, the he put out Daytona second. Mm-hmm. And the Pusha T album was just like... Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. I've always loved Pusha T. I was always a really big fan of Clips. Okay. And uh, also a shout-out to the really amazing remix on the new version of the white album the beatles okay Okay. it's a really modern mix nice and holy shit the beatles rocked yeah man hell yeah 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 it's the the white album was always a really rocking album but this has a really really modern mix to it oh cool sounds like nirvana no it's fucking great (laughs) i love the beatles and the white album is just one of the the great albums of all time but yeah i didn't really listen to a lot of albums Mm -hmm. this year a lot of just like singles and music. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I did listen to that Pusha T album though, and I I should have. That probably would have been my choice too. It's, if you know, you know. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> that yeah. Kanye beat. Holy crap! <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yeah, for all of its stupidity, Kanye hit on the park with beats this year. He did. Holy jeez. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was very meme worthy this year. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty eighteen. Wow. So that's a that's a ribbon. Yeah, 2018. Well, I, so I, I called some friends out. Oh, said, that's right. I said, yo, I need your lists because mm-hmm. we got to keep this going. And a bunch of friends responded. Cool. So I got some top tens. Uh, Marina Antunes. Yes. QuietEarth.us, ATCPod.ca, and the queen of podcasting. Hell yeah, she is. Her number 10 is Widows. Number nine, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wait. Number eight, Free Solo. Oh, nice. The Han and Carbonite movie. Yeah, that's right. Number seven, Thoroughbreds. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, love Thoroughbreds. Yeah. Six, Beast, an underrated film okay. from Ireland, I think. Okay. Good stuff. Number five, Leave No Trace. Number yes. four, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Oh, hell yeah. Number three, the great Lynn Ramsey film, You You Were Never Really Here. Okay. I don't know if you saw that film. I didn't see it yet. Amazing yeah. film. Uh, number two, Black Klansman. Cool. And number one, The Favorite. Wow, that's awesome. That's a great list. Yeah, Melissa McDowell. Number 10, Hereditary. Cool. Yes. Uh, number nine, Shirkers. Okay. Which I watched yesterday on Netflix. Really good. <laughs> cool. Uh, number eight, Climax. Oh, nice. You're all not ready. <laughs> not You're ready. all not ready. Not ready. Uh, number seven, The Favorite. Wait. This is for you. Number six, Mandy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, Mandy represent. And number five, You Were Never Really Here. Number four, Eighth Grade. Number three, Annihilation. Wicked. Number two, First Reformed. Oh, nice. And number one, The Rider. Yes. Team Rider. Team Rider. Oh, yeah. That's a great list, man. <laughs> That's a good list. Uh, Jim Pulliafico, Movie Bears Podcast. Number 10, A Quiet Place. You weren't as high on that one as I was. No. I but I love that film. Cool. It's very good. Number nine, Mining the Gap. Yes. Number eight, Leave No Trace. Number <laughs> seven, A Star is Born. Cool. Number six, Free Solo. Number five, Lean on Pete from the great Andrew Haig. Oh, cool. Uh, number four, 
Blind Spotting. Yeah. Number three, The Rider. Hell yeah. Number two, Annihilation. Nice. And number one, Roma. Wicked. I just want to say real quick, uh, Jim is the reason why I watched The Rider, because he, he's been championing that movie all year. He saw that at South By. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so good, ever since. Good stuff. Number, uh, Will Lindis, Movie Bears Con podcast number 10 first reformed nice number nine shoplifters yeah. number eight mandy hell yeah <laughs> number seven roma number six suspiria okay cool number five won't you be my neighbor yeah number four if beale street could talk nice number three hereditary number two the favorite and number one Team Bill, Annihilation. Nice. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong with that. Zach Mosley. Oh, hell yeah. Who had a kid this year, so he wasn't able to see as many movies as usual. Yeah. But still has an amazing list because yeah. he still found a way. Yeah. Uh, number number 10, the Orson Welles film, The Other Side of the Wind cool. on Netflix. Uh, number nine, Burning from South Korea. Oh, yeah, I've been dying to see that. Uh, number eight, Madeline's Madeline. Cool. Awesome pick, Zach. Um, number seven, Hereditary. Number six, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Number five, Leave No Trace. Number four, First Man. Number three, First Reformed. Number two, Annihilation. Nice. And number one, Roma. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a great list. Kyle Wells, yeah. local film critic for Monday Magazine. Cool. Part of my Viv Posse. Yeah. Number 10, Black Panther. Oh, nice. We haven't really talked about that one. Yeah. I, I really wanted to find a way, but it just, it's that good, that good a year. That good of a year. Number, number nine, you were never really here. Number eight, Widows. Number seven, Annihilation. Number six, Hereditary. Number five, Blind Spotting. Yeah. Number four, If Beale Street Could Talk. Number three, Shoplifters. Number two, Leave No Trace. And numero uno, The Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle knows what's up. <laughs> That's awesome. And a buddy of mine from Vancouver, David House, who watches screeners for VIF and a bunch of other festivals in Vancouver. Number 10, he has a tie between Dogman and Border. Number nine, Free Solo. Number eight, Minding the Gap. Number seven, Birds of Passage. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. You guys are re aren't ready for that one <laughs> yeah. either. From, Sounds crazy. From the guy who made, made Embrace of a Serpent. Yeah. That's a hell of a film. Cool. It's coming soon. Number six, Roma. Number five, Cold War. Number four, You Were Never Really Here. Number three, First Reformed. Number two, Climax. Nice. Yes. Nice. And number one, The Favorite. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a, those are all really good lists. Yeah. A whole bunch of films. Mm -hmm. Everybody has different films, and they're all equally great. Oh, yeah. Like, great yeah. lists, friends. Yeah. Um, thank you for replying. Yeah, thank That's you always guys. awesome. And Love that. It's always nice to hear from you, and it's cool when you guys check in on us, and we appreciate <laughs> that, because it, it was a tough year. Um, we're looking to get things back on track. This is our fourth episode in a row of saying that. <laughs> for real this time <laughs> so if we do record yeah uh, <laughs> we will the, the next episode we'll be talking about on january 15th opens m night Shamalama ding dongs yeah glass glass 
we're both big fans of Split. Yeah. And I think we're both big fans of 99.8% of Unbreakable. Yeah, the, the last 10 seconds are just shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I hope for great things. Yeah, man, me too. Uh, yeah, I really do. That's all it opens that week. That's crazy. And then on January 25th, the kid who would be king. You know who directs that? No. Joe Cornish. Oh, wow. The guy who directed Attack the Block. That's right. This yeah. is his follow-up. Wow. I love the trailer. Been that long. I love the trailer cool. for this. I hope for really good things. Yeah. But it's a January movie, and that yeah. freaks the shit out <laughs> of me. I always look back at The Grey, which is probably the all-time greatest January movie. But if The Grey can come out in January. That's a two-star film. Whoa, are you serious? I hate The Grey. You hate The Grey? <laughs> What are we even doing here? <laughs> I, just, I don't hate it. I just say, say that just to piss you off. But. Oh, dude, the gray is incredible. Uh, I know you love Joe Carnahan. Oh, oh I do. Yeah, fanboy. <laughs> That's right, I am. And, and, and my boy um, Frank Grillo's in it. <laughs> yeah, I knew that would piss you off. The hair. Yeah. yeah. And some movie called Serenity that has nothing to do with Firefly. Okay, weird. It's got Matthew McConaughey and uh, uh, Anne Hathaway in it. Okay. I'll see it just because there's nothing else. Yeah. Uh, wow. Hopefully Netflix has a movie. <laughs> yeah. So if we actually do record, that's definitely an asterisk mm-hmm. with our record lately. Uh, hopefully something going uh, opens on Netflix and we can review that because yeah. it's going to be very short and hopefully we'll have movie club. Oh yeah. We'll get on that. Yeah. Cause yeah. all that jazz is awesome. All that jazz. Yeah. Movie club. Watch it. <laughs> oh, and on that note, the criterion streaming service will be available in Canada. Yeah. Which is amazing. So good. That opens up a lot of shit for movie club. Totally. Yeah, totally. Wow. So that's, that's 2018. Uh, thanks everybody for your support and thank you for listening. If you listen to this whole thing, wow, good for you. <laughs> good for you. Uh, come to my house and I'll give you a gold star and a big hug. Um, if you're into that, you I will play, ask for your permission. You, first. Can, you can play Tetris effect with me. <laughs> That's right. How cool would that be? <laughs> like a prize play Tetris with bill. And, uh, you can, you can be my, my guest on my Twitch stream. <laughs> That's a prize right there. We'll play some smash brothers or something. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a really good year. Yeah. Man. And, uh, yeah, I hope for great things this year. Mm hmm can't be any worse no but damn it's gonna hopefully be better yeah man. i hope so man for sure yeah so yeah i guess before we close it off we should tell people where they can find us online you're on twitter i am uh at sound jam 69 say hi and the show has a twitter account it's at the green underscore screen we will get that going a little bit more <laughs> this year and uh, i have a twitter account i'm at adrian underscore charlie if you're into Twitch, I do Twitch stream. I'm uh, twitch.tv slash the crow show. And that's crow with no W. It's short for Croesus, the perjure. <laughs> so nerd, nerd, nerd <laughs> alert. That's right. Uh, but if, yeah, again, for real though, if you did stick around and listen to this whole thing, we really appreciate you. And thank you for being here. And thanks for all the kind words and support. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Okay, everybody. Uh, Until next time, thanks for listening. Have a good day. Peace.